welcome to another episode of Talk Nerdy to Me. I'm Jay. I'm Gaz. And today we're going to talk about a few little things. Um, mostly it's going to be a massive tribute to Stan Lee. But before we get right into that and the usual stuff, we have a guest with us this week slash month, whenever I bring these out. <laughs> um, it's a friend of the pod, Dan Morrison. Hello, Dan. Hello. 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 Uh, Dan is a guitarist that I've been lucky enough to play with and I thought I'd bring Dan on because of the main event. Um, Dan is quite... Pro- yeah, I think you know more about comics than me. I'm, I think a few people know about comics more than me, but... Well, I, d- I don't know. I, I, I'd say we probably know the same amount of stuff but on different things. Yeah, like we I fill the say. gaps on each other. Yeah, probably. Yeah, so well, we'll get into that in, in a bit anyway. So we normally do the news... Um, but you're fucking with the format, JB. I am fucking with the format. <laughs> um, by the way, just I'm fucking with the format. I'm all guys. How, how have you been anyway? Been all right. Yeah. Right. Why am I so suspicious? No, I'm just. I'm just <laughs> I just feel like you know. This feels like a ploy. I, I feel, I feel like, like I don't. What have you got on me? <laughs> I just feel like I don't spend enough time like going. How are you? And oh, you yeah. know, I haven't seen you in a little while. Yeah, it's we. Like you've just walked in, we just talked about your your podcast. You've just done episode yes. two, which will be out oh, for, I'm a, by now. I'm an absolute success story. Right now, <laughs> well, I, I mean, but we don't really talk. I've I don't been, really shoot the shit with you. No, well, I've just been, you know, head down in hookers, really. <laughs> what hook, hookers? As in, I've gone ben, ben Affleck on everyone, and just now you're playing the new Batman. All it is is mm. hookers and more hookers. Mm. Sorry, do you mean hookers like the shisha pipe or hookers as in prostitutes? Oh, prostitutes. Does Ben Affleck shag prostitutes? I think I so. I mean, probably. Let's I mean, it. Are we not getting mixed up with... He was down the same road. Are you getting mixed <laughs> up with everyone else? No, I'm thinking... <laughs> ben Affleck, what? in the day, I believe, when he hit success, didn't he have trouble with prostitutes? Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> I'd, have gone, I'd have gone Wayne Rooney. Yeah, yeah no. but that was grannies. No, right. Who was the one... Who was the English actor... Who literally got caught with a prostitute? Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant. Yeah, it was Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant. Yeah. Are you sure you're not thinking of Hugh Grant? No. I'd Google it now and see if Ben Affleck has had history with prostitutes. <laughs> <laughs> My search <laughs> history. Yeah. Hold on. Ben this Affleck is what everyone searches for on prostitute. Google. Let me have a look. Ben Affleck prostitute. Strippers tell of night of Ben. Yes. Ah, that's strippers, not it's prostitutes. Strippers, they aren't prostitutes, they're just dancers. <laughs> yeah. Damn, that's why I keep yeah. getting kicked out of the strip. <laughs> so, there are claims. Yeah, there were claims made. Um, so, I remember it was like a thing. Uh, yeah, because in Jay and Silent Bobby, was, I wasn't with a hooker today. Oh, shit, yeah. Oh, I've never got that line. There you go. I've completely fucking missed this. Like, I did not know <laughs> but that you've been with... with no, I didn't know that. Long, long I thought he was an upstanding away. citizen. Well, wow. he's not actually Batman. I mean, <laughs> that's a good point. He's now Batman. The... Unless he is Batman now and he's got over for his prostitute thing. I don't know. Could be real life. Well, Hugh. Now well, he said... takes the suit home. Well, <laughs> 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 yeah, that's a rap guy. What's your new bag, Ben? Nothing. Oh, just go, go turning to women going, I want you to wear the cowl. <laughs> just wear the cowl and scratch me. He's in front of the mirror doing the fucking voice. Oh. <laughs> I'm Batman. No, what? what? Does, does he have a vo- He didn't have a voice. No, he, he had, had the, the modulator. modulator. Yeah. Which, in fairness, was better than Christian Bale's. 
Yeah, which I, I which didn't mind. Hard. Christian Bale's, I didn't think was that bad until he went, he must have friends. <laughs> There's something about that line delivery, which this is like something out of a child's play. But... Yeah, there's some things Batman should never say. <laughs> friends being one In of them. any voice. Right, so... There we are, broke the ice, see? Yeah, I just asked a few questions, shot some shit, there we go. Right, so this first one uh, in the trailers, I don't know whether I should tell you. You know what? Don't, don't no, say No, you know what, I'm not. I'm going to go in. Tell us. We're going straight in. I'm going to go straight in with a trailer, and Gaz hasn't seen Is this. Is he going to come up with the title? Should he close his eyes? Um, yeah, close your <laughs> eyes. Very good. Close your eyes. I'll tell you when to open your eyes. That is a really astute uh, observation there, Dan. Thank you. Hold on. Keep close your eyes. Keep close your eyes. Close. Keep them closed. For listeners at home, I am actually doing it. Hold on. Now. A celebration of the harmony between the yeah. and poem. So, Gary, what do you reckon? <laughs> <laughs> Oh god! I don't know. What on earth is that? That, Detect- that was the internet's reaction as well. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. So, go on, go on. T- tell us how you feel. Tell well, the group. I feel like I took a tab of acid before I came here. <laughs> so, it's not like based around the game. This is just like someone's adapted it slightly. No, it, it is. It's, there's, there's a game detective Pikachu for oh, like right. the Nintendo DS Lite or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's something like um, that. Where it's basically like a crime-solving game, but you play as as Pikachu. It's fucking weird. I've never played it. Why is Pikachu like voiced by Ryan Reynolds? Yeah, but here's what the hell. Well, as as is is this aimed at kids? That that got announced with the trailer as well. No one knew Ryan Reynolds was going to be playing the voice. Yeah, that that shocked me. It feels like I I thought at one point I thought, hang on, is this like the next Deadpool or something? Deadpool three, it's Deadpool three. Yeah, yeah. it is. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? But there's going to be legit. A, that's this like, is legit, mate. It's official. Is it's it official. meant to be for kids or is it meant the, to be for like adults? The the kids. budget of this movie is what has shocked me the most. Like they've clearly pumped a lot of money into yeah. it. Yeah, and what? for a first live action Pokemon film, I feel like it's a bit of a well, they've right. I, so I knew about this in the build-up because I obviously do the news and like look up, and I've had to post about this. So um, there was the first one announced, and I don't know why they went with it as much. But I then was like, "Well, what the fuck is Detective Pikachu?" Like you said, it's a game on the DS. And then Ryan Reynolds was a total shock. I thought at first I'd what? How many times have you seen fucking videos on YouTube where they're like, "What if Deadpool did a Jurassic Park?" And someone's narrated the yeah. Deadpool impression. So at first I thought, what am I, what am I watching here? But I then got met uh, Dizzo, mm. friend of the pod, Dizzo, um, and said, "What the fuck is this about?" And Dizzo says, because he's played it, right. that the dialogue that Detective Pikachu has and the tone of the game is really like take the piss. It's really mm. like meta and kind of like is almost self-aware. And I went, "Yeah, but there's a lot of like." He was like, it's really jokey. I was like, that wasn't really jokey. There was a lot of like, we're going to do this together. There was a lot of hope. And he went, the thing about these, the people who make the games, they still want it to be about hope and friendship. So this is about as much as they can take the piss out of themselves. I'm gonna, this might not be a popular opinion, but I think Ryan Reynolds is wrong for this. I'm, I'm totally, I agree completely. I, I think it's too similar to like, 
the, the way he's speaking, it's and maybe that's just because we're used to him being Deadpool now, but it sounds like it should go down the Deadpool way. Mm, Whereas I, if it was someone yeah. else, then I maybe think it would work. It'd have been know. great for it had he not done, done Deadpool. Deadpool. Yeah. It's but the whole I can hear is Deadpool. Yeah. I'm I'm picturing it as Deadpool. The, the problem you've done is you've took a, a a character that is almost about the same age. Can't remember. Pokemon came out in '95, I think. Uh, Deadpool was official in about '92, '93, yeah. and you've got an image with outer voice, and then yeah, Im- that's the thing as well. There's no face to Deadpool. There's no there's face to Deadpool. Ones. You've just got an image and like a logo, as it were. And all he's done in the past two years is you put the same voice to the same mm-hmm. images. And you're right. I, I, I can. I just don't think he's the right person. I would. I'd like someone like Michael J. Fox. Yeah, see, mean, annoyingly, like, I think he is the right person, but, but not the wrong time. Deadpool yeah. has, has kind of ruined it for me. Like, Deadpool! Oh, I know. All I the pictures on the internet. Matt Berry. <laughs> Matt Berry. <laughs> oh, yes, Matt Berry. Hello there. Hi, Jen. Morgan Freeman would have been amazing <laughs> for it. Yes. Uh, so, are you looking forward to going to see that in the show? No. Well,. You're going to have to be, because we are definitely reviewing that one. <laughs> so you're going to have to watch yeah, that. Just like you're going to have to see Fantastic Beasts yeah. in the next week. Thank God for Limitless. <laughs> see, I'm, I'm quite looking forward to that. As you say, are you going to be... Um, to see, just see all the Pokemon like. in that sort of yeah, style. Because oh, be all fair, I've seen is video... Is, yeah, the video know. there, right? The one thing I will say is the actual bits around that, because mm. I was just took away by the voice, I think, more than anything. Yeah. But the Pokemon look boss. Like, the actual CGI, you know what I'm like. I'm, I'm yeah. usually like, fuck CGI, fucking shit. But that looked quite good. All the mm. Bulbasaur's moving down yeah, the stream. Yeah. Have you seen the meme they, where it's like, they're mo- they do move in herds. They move in herds. <laughs> <laughs> um, Gaz looks a good, a good uh, Jurassic Park oh, joke, yes. just so you know. Um, no, it, it's it's... I've seen actually the weird thing that I didn't know was happening, and I posted about it because um, apparently a lot of people aren't happy with how Pikachu looks. They said he's he's too furry and cute, and uh, they don't like the way it looks. And doesn't apparently doesn't wasn't he always meant to be? Well, yeah, but they're saying that they're almost saying like that that isn't how they pictured him being if he was in real life. But I don't understand how else you picture that. It. That for me. They couldn't have made him look any more like the cartoon without it looking unrealistic. Yeah, like, have you ever seen those artist depictions of Pokemon? Yeah. And it really darkens them up, and you're like, all right, that's that's maybe what it would look like in real life. But they lose the, the rosy red cheeks and the yeah. and stuff like that. But, and, the, and, the, and let's face it, Pikachu's, you know, he's a chubby bastard, isn't he? Yeah, like, it's a chubby little and mouse. He's quite, you know, he, he, he's basically like a, a rabbit sort of thing in the trailer, isn't yeah. he? Kind of, that's... Which really is what it's meant to be, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, really... Mr. Mime looks fantastic. <laughs> I really don't know what people were expecting. I've, the fact that people are criticising it is beyond me. If that's the one thing you think that's going to possibly fail the movie, there's other, there's a lot of other hurdles it's got <laughs> other than how Pikachu looks. But no. I, I will be going to see it, but just out of pure curiosity. So, yeah. Well, well, I guess I am. Then. And that's <laughs> yeah. And you as well, Dan. Oh yeah, I'll definitely go and see <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. You're. You're an aspiring Pokemon trainer, so... Oh, yeah. Again, though, I wish it wasn't Detective Pikachu. If they did, like, a, an Indigo series thing, an Indigo League. Thing. Yeah, do I some... D- I did see something the other day where people were trying to... It might have just been a fan casting, but they were trying to, like, pick who would be best to play Ash. I so thought I that's like... who he was supposed to be. Yeah, you were like, is that, that Ash? Is that Ash? I don't actually cool. know if it's not Ash. 
Yeah. Does it, does it say it his did name? It did say his name. It just it completely lost me. In yeah, fact, that's my that's one of my worries about this film. I is... really like him though. He's he's an ace. Like he was in the, the Get Down. I love that guy. He's but really, but he, he was, was he did he nothing in? in this trailer. He was in. Yeah, he's, is he he's... the one who was in Jurassic Park recently as well? Oh, that's why I know him from the Screaming Geek. Yeah. Yeah. But oh he, yeah. He wasn't, he wasn't that yeah, good yeah, in Jurassic yeah. Park. Oh, it's okay, like. But yeah, I really like that guy. I think he's really good, but. Yeah, in fairness, like, it seems alright. Uh, yeah, I, just, I don't know what... He's, it, he's there for someone, to te- for Pikachu to tell jokes to. That's mm. all he's there for, really, at this point in time. I hope he has more to add to the plot. But I don't we'll know. see. I don't think um, so. This one, um, I'll, I'll announce this one first. It's, so I don't need to shut my eyes this no. time. This one is uh, the Toy Story 4 trailer. Okay. Okay. Dan, you were oh, said yeah, yeah. before this you were a little bit excited about this. I, I, I never grew up with Toy Story. Story. I, I absolutely love Toy Story. It's one of my favourites. Okay. I, I I mean, before we go into it, I didn't even know they were making a fourth. I thought the third was supposed to be the last one. No, they they announced the fourth one pretty soon after. Yeah, they've yeah. always done that. They like, waited like a year, year and a half. Toy Story then. 2 got announced. Like I remember going to see Toy Story in the mm. cinema and there were these like booklets you could take away. And there was an interview with the guy who wrote it or whatever and the, he announced in that his plans for Toy Story 2 and when I watched Toy Story 2 I was disappointed because it wasn't anything like how he describes it but he had plans back then I imagine some suits or producers went now change it make it like this but they do they they really did after Toy Story 3 they were like ah don't worry it'll be a Toy Story 4 but this right. could be the last well, this is the last one this, yeah. because uh, Tom Hanks nearly broke down crying during his lines so. when, when did uh, Toy Story 3 come out 2010 something like that it might have been later not that. But weirdly enough, Toy Story Four was meant to come out the release date of Incredibles Two, but they swapped them uh, because so production for this now. was going much slower, and right. production for Incredibles Two was going really fast. So they swapped them around. Well, so we production for Incredibles Two went really fast, and you can fucking tell. Oh no, because it's, it's Toy, it's um, it's Incredibles One, just over again. Yeah, um, well, it's Incredibles One boss a little turns bit. Evil. Yeah, and um, at the the very sports like spoilers. Um, in one sense, I won't say anything in particular, but the, the the way the whole film ends is exactly how the last film ended. Every character's in the same space as they were. So what was the point? I just don't understand what, what the point of the film was. Toy Story, I've just Googled Toy Story 4. It was Toy Story 3, wasn't it? This came out in... 2010? 2010? Oh, Dan on it. Yeah, well done. Fuck, eight years. Fuck, nine years. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Nine years since we all cried at the furnace. Oh, I did. I cried. I <laughs> cried. I, I wept like a baby. I think. Yeah. The gals doesn't cry. No. I was not, 13, not really. though, when it came out. I was out. 75. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> gals only cries during sex. Right. No one needs to know. Only because of the bill for the frosting. <laughs> 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 oh. Ben setting the prices high. Right, there's no shame in crimaxing. <laughs> crimaxing. Right, here you go. Oh, oh, oh. 
I think it gives the right amount away. I really like because I was watching it going when they finally got to um, what's the fucking dog called? Um, sling, sling. <laughs> I always remember that's how I remember, the only way I remember it. Sling. <laughs> Um, when it gets to him and it says next summer, I was like, oh, that's it, then fucking... Yeah, I was uh, disappointed at that point. And I was like, "What's the? what was the point in that other than to fucking tickle our balls for no yeah. reason? And then that character's there and goes, I'm not a toy. I was like, holy shit, I've never even considered this. Kids make toys out yeah. of shit. This is an entire new existential way to look at toys and the, at the crisis of toys. It's brilliant. It makes the sense. It's the only place it can go. I, 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 do you know what, like, when, when that started, I was like, number one weird kind of song. I, I saw, you, you, you were jamming to it, you, you I was jamming to it because I think I know who it's by, because it's a song my dad used to play in the car all the time, it's like, all around my hat, or something like that, (laughs) like, it's a, my dad used to sing all around my twat, because that's what my dad's like, but, um, yeah, I, I recognised the voice, and I was enjoying the song, but I was mainly just thinking, this is really weird for... Mm. Toy Story, mm. and then, I mean, the, the, the all dancing around the circle like Charles Manson's in the middle of them, kind of <laughs> out a little bit as well. Um, well but yeah, that that it. really saved it. That took it from a bad trailer to a really good trailer. Mm. I like that. That's just that's an A for me. <laughs> like. what's, what's, I love your reaction to everything. This is why I show him stuff. I'm trying to I try and broaden his horizons. I'm like the Carl Pilkington. <laughs> <laughs> It, I don't know, I mean, it's alright, but, you know, it's just a bit of a tease of the bollocks, really, isn't it? But the that's exact the opposite of what Diablo did. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, I mean, I know about, you won't know about this. No. So, Diablo, big, how, when did Diablo come out? Like, oh, it, it was like with Tomb Raider and Doom, it's one of the really Yeah, so Diablo is this big games. cult kind of PC classic game. And then, is it is it called BlizzCon Fest? Yeah. Or something like that. So it was the, a huge press conference. Yeah, huge press conference. Uh, the p- creators who make this game, who made this game originally, mm. say that they've got a massive announcement, huge announcement, and it involves this game somewhat. And everyone was like, "Holy shit! We're getting a remastered version. We're getting a sequel." Diablo Four might be coming out. Diablo Three came out. Like, yeah, yeah, but, something like that. Yeah, some of the, It's been years. They have made other ones, but it's been, everyone was like. Fuck it's gonna like, fucking come. I think D- Dizzo was like at home, fucking wanking and everything. You know. um, He's gonna come. Yeah, I mean, if Dizzo, if you listen to this, I, I mean that in the most respectful way. You were fucking, <laughs> you were fucking wanking. And um, and then they said, "Who here likes mobile video games?" <laughs> you heard the audience go, "Oh!" You can visit. You can literally hear the audience go, "Oh." Black hole is created. Yeah, the poor guy who had to come out to announce this is like, so what we're going to do is you're going to be able to download it on your mobile phone. How cool is that? <laughs> Just nothing. They do the Q&A. Um, the first guy came up to the Q&A and went, I know it's like been like six months, but is this like a really like April Fool's joke? And everyone was like, oh! <laughs> and the guy hit back with, hey, hey. Do you not have mobile phones in your pockets right now, huh? Who here doesn't have a mobile phone? And everyone kind of like went quiet and he was like, See? Like, the fuck you, you dick! <laughs> Beforehand, he was like, Here, here, I, I don't know who the creators are, but here are the creators of Diablo. Activision or whatever it is. We're about family. Yeah. And what encapsulates family more than a mobile phone? Everything! That's the thing stopping me talking to my family! <laughs> 
<laughs> Shall we interacting with my family? I've not talked to my dad in months. <laughs> <laughs> we should have, if you wanted to go with that theme, it's like, welcome to the new Diablo child seat. Yes. <laughs> Encompassing all the parts of a family, but with Diablo. It, it, well, but then there's, there's a bit as well where he's like, have they got any... Like, because they, the poor idiot let people ask questions at the end. Oh, so that was like, great. Is there any chance this might be coming out on a computer at any point or anything else? And he was like, well, well, at the moment, we're full production for mobile and gives this list of all the things it'll do, but yeah. computer, no. Yeah, yeah. More or less, more or less, the whole thing went was meant to be the big announcement of they're going to release a mobile video game and what everyone took from it was, you're not going to make another Diablo for a computer game, for a computer ever again, are you? No. Okay, we're not interested. <laughs> I think, I think they're bringing it out on the Switch. This since the mobile. Since I think because Switch has Switch, great license. Switch has like what's it called? Turn Valley or something like that. They have that. some weird um, licensing rule where they can just put a mobile video game. It's almost like yeah, um, it's, it's, really it's like weird. Steam almost. Like yeah, well, the Nintendo are trying to do this thing where they could get loads of indie developers to make games for it, which mm. is why for the first like six months of Switch, you could only get shitty budget games mm. or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure I saw an advert driving down the street today that, that it was on the Switch. Oh, right, man. But don't quote me on it, obviously. How the fuck did we get onto Diablo from that fucking trailer? Because that was the exact opposite of Diablo. <laughs> oh, right. Okay, cool. I, I, I get a rewind, pull it back in. I really like that because I hadn't even considered this concept yet of, like, pe- kids make toys. Yeah. They, um, so, ha- ha- and in fact, it's almost hint. If you go back, this is, like, full circle. It's hinted Sid. at. Sid. Yeah. Sid, and they were the mutant toys, and they weren't meant yeah, to... Yeah. But so, it's sort of lighter-hearted version of but that. But they never really put... They, they, he freed the toys, but then they never ever addressed it again. Yeah. So, yeah, it is like, a, where does this toy belong, and what's his place? And to be fair, it's just a... To be fair, in the summer of 2019, a plastic spoon it doesn't really have a place uh, yeah. in our world. It's, it's, a, it's a faux pas. You well, want to be using when you're eating a yogurt. No, mate. You want to be using a, <laughs> yeah. a fully, you know, renewable wooden spoon. Oh, you're not, you're not yeah. allowed straws either. Anymore. Yeah, and was, that, was, that, um, was that was that was that pipe cleaner? Terribly unrenewable. Yeah. Oh no! Oh, no don't get no, me no. started on googly eyes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> googly eyes. Oh, he's gonna be like every twenty eighteen for people's nightmare. Just, ah, I can't renew him. No. Right, so I, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. I think they've just given away enough. I don't need to know more. Well, yeah, you wouldn't really. I mean, everybody who likes Toy Story is going to go and see Toy Story and 4, aren't they? They'll so release at really least. need to do much else. Mm. Another two trailers, probably. Yeah, they well will. They well will. Yeah. Um, and the final one, it has been a weird, like, since the last time we've done this. It has been weird, like, and, and sometimes I struggle um, to find stuff to watch. Sometimes it's too much. But I feel like these have all been extremely kind of nerdy. Um, uh, hold on, I'm just typing it in. So, you watched um, the last Superman film, uh, the animated one? Yes. Yes. So, you know how that officially that ends? <laughs> the, de- the death of Superman. Superman, yes. Yes. So, this is where this was leading to, the next film. Okay. So, this cartoon one, right? Yeah, Reign of the Superman. This is what is called an advert. Making a new Hitman. Uh, is it just a DLC for the new one? No, it probably is. Oh, no, Hitman 2. Oh. I'm sure the last one only just came out. Oh. Don't let that, don't pay any attention to that. <laughs> That's nothing to do with what we're talking about today. Who are these new guys? 
I just want to immediately say that they completely snide at the end of that fucking trailer by just showing yeah. Superman waking up. I just wish they... It's the exact thing they did at the end of um, fucking... Batman vs. Superman. Yes, why the fuck do you do that? Coffin, but without, to, let's cut that off at the end. Have you... I mean... I've never heard of Reign of the of I, Superman. Of, it looked weird, man. It looked like there was like all sorts going do you know on. What like it, an it, Iron Superman there, and there was like Terminator Superman. It's like Kid Superman. Yeah, it really reminded me of all like the Spider Verse stuff. Mm. You know that they're doing at the moment. It was the, yeah. it was at the end of Venom. They had all the because they, they, they oh, and, yeah. and crossed with with the whole oh, we can give everybody powers. You know, everybody got mm. Spider Man powers in New York City. Yeah, it was like a mash of those two sort of story yeah. arcs, but it was it was really weird. I, I mean, yeah. Death of a Superman was what was that like nineteen seventy something? Like uh, that? No, Death of Superman was nineteen ninety two. Oh, was it? Really? Yeah, that they, when they decided, that's that. when they really decided to shake it up and like we're gonna fucking kill Superman. Yeah, fucking. Sweet. It's badass, like. It was badass. It was a total badass move. And he move. stayed dead for years as well. They yeah, didn't like just like while. they didn't just like it's not like Wolverine died. Wolverine died about a few years ago if in modern mm. Marvel comics. He died about four years ago, but or three years ago. But then immediately old man Logan came from another timeline. Yeah. So that's they cheating. Really kill him, and old man Logan um uh, um has been about for a little while and Wolverine's back, so now they've got two Wolverines. Uh, X Men, mate. They do X Men fucking <laughs> multiply. I hate X Men. Anyway, um, yeah, I'm just I, I, so I, I, don't, neither, I don't. No one's read the comic. Though. I don't know the comic. I really don't know the I've comic. Never this is based heard on. Of it. I've honestly never heard of it. It just looks weird, man. I'm worried it's going to be messy. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But like, I obviously I don't know enough about it. I didn't really know Death of Superman. I, obviously, I've never read that. So, but I really enjoyed Death of Superman. I thought mm-hmm. it was good. Well, that just looked like a big mess. The thing is, I had my usual DC thing where I was watching it going, hmm, could be messy. Hmm, I don't know this story. Uh, I, I mean, it's the animations are funny. Oh, Batman! Yeah. Oh! Oh, no, I'm in. That's just how I work. Just Batman's on screen. Yeah, I'm, I'm in. I'm See, sold. I, I saw Batman and I was sold. And then I saw Flash and I was even more sold. Yeah. <laughs> well, everyone seemed to be in that, didn't they? Yeah, really? the Hawk, Hawk Man. Not Hawk, Hawkeye, Hawk Man. Um, the, um, there was one other bit which was a bit weird. It was the um, blah, 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 blah. Is it Batman or the animation. Shit, I feel like I've, I've I might I might I can't watch the trailer again. There's something weird that just fucking happened in that trailer where. Oh, let me say. So that right. So it shows I, this these people flying out of a ship. Yeah. Right. And are we are they meant to be Kryptonian? Which that's the thing. My people don't need to. But his people died. Yeah. And so I don't know why where these Kryptonian people come from. And like now Superman's gone, there's no one to protect the Earth, so it's putting a target. I understood that. I wanna know who they are. Number two, I kind of already got the impression they were really powerful people. So yeah. number three, that scene's gonna be a fucking bloodbath. Yeah. Because they're showing like a bunch of men dresses the lead guy was dressed like Captain Bird's eye. What was he gonna do? <laughs> they were just it's it's I don't really know how that's it's, it's going to be one of them things where we can do it just because we're we don't need powers just the fact we're together means ah, ah, and they all start dying I like the idea of them going we don't need powers it's in our name justice is another <laughs> just getting oh. slaughtered I mean I I'm I will watch it because I've been I've been like have you been watching these DC animated uh, the DC animated have been pretty solid to be fair I've loved them so 
I mean, maybe we should have like quite a bit of faith that it's going to come off. I like, hope this is a street yeah. away from what DC's actual movies have been like. Hmm. You know, hasn't it really? You yeah. think of like all of the like Batman ones have been really good, and and certainly in like really interesting ways. I thought as well, like. What did they do? The one where he was like in uh, Victorian times and stuff. Uh, Gotham by Gaslight. Oh, yeah. boss. Mm. And they've done um, they've done some weird ones like and Batman Chinese Ninja one. and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah the Batman Ninja one was. I've was not just... watched that though. In fairness, it's on Netflix though. Mate, it? if you uh, if you do that yeah. before you watch it, you're fucking brought boss, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet, I'll. Uh... <laughs> I'll do that when I get home tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. honestly, just it, you, it takes you on a fucking journey. I've, I've known there some hardcore Batman fans personally go, "That was that." Well, I didn't like that. That was too far. I'm just like, no, nah, just enjoy. If you can enjoy Batman '66, you should be able to enjoy mm-hmm. this. Just don't go in with the fucking. I love Elseworld Batman stuff. I, I love Elseworld Batman. Any anything that pushes Batman to his limits, but doesn't break the ethos of Batman. Yeah, like. There was, I think I've told you about it, Frank Miller uh, and um, Jim Lee mm-hmm. did uh, a thing where they tried to reboot Batman and Robin, mm. and Frank Miller being... Oh, yeah, Jim shit, yeah. ...just made it the darkest shit on the planet, yeah. like, to the point where Batman knows that Robin's parents are going to die. It's obviously being uh, Dick Grayson knows that they're going to die and lets it happen because he needs a sidekick. And then okay, makes him live in the cave, feeding off rats for weeks. And then Alfred brings him a hamburger to like save him. And then he beats the shit out of Alfred. It's mad. It's mental. Okay, like the Joker's hanging out with Nazis and stuff in it. It's so it's weird. Ben Affleck's Batman. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, and he's off doing prostitutes. Fucking <laughs> get like hanging out with Matt Damon. <laughs> <laughs> um, Wayne Rooney. <laughs> So that was the trailers, and we're going to get into the news. I just, before we do the news, I really need to pee. Does anyone need to pee? No. I really need to pee. We can't go at the same time anyway, can we? Well, I can always open my legs and you can go between. If you want to shoot the shit while I just fucking... What have you got, news? News. The the big news of the week. I know, yeah. Unfortunately. But it was Uh, very sad. It was. Was. We'll leave it till JB's back. Yeah. Like, oof. What other news has there been? Seeing like the making. Well, hang on. I had like a thing on my one. What have I got here? Because, like, how many sequels you get now? Yeah. I tend to write them down sometimes when they pop up. Oh, good. So, we're getting. Oh, hang on, where is it? I think a lot of the news this week has been. Two of the trailers that we watched as well. Austin Powers four. Oh, did you see him on um, <laughs> on Jimmy Fallon? No. Oh, it was amazing. He was Doctor Evil. Oh right. And yeah. he was pretending that he was running for Congress. Oh, actually, uh, I think that's it was amazing. He was like, "I have a four point evil plan." <laughs> and then point number three was legalized marijuana, <laughs> and he was like, "That's not evil. That's just practical." <laughs> it, was, it was honestly, it was amazing. Like I really liked Austin Powers, like. The first two I actually really enjoyed, but the third one I thought was like... See, I didn't mind the third one, but like they'd all come out by the yeah. time that I was sort of old enough to watch them. Yeah. So I just watched all three of them together. It wasn't like there was no yeah. hype for the third one, so I quite enjoyed it. I'm, I'm a little weary of a fourth one coming out. It's because my I, And the other thing is as well, because like Mike Myers is like... He was, re- yeah. he was really, really good, but then, like, when he's done, like, 
Wayne and Garth recently, it's really not hit at all. Like, he did, like, the SNL, like, uh, anniversary show, and that was, like, the weakest part of it. Yeah. It was Wayne and Garth, and you thought that should have been, like, the, the strongest part. Yeah. So, to bring back Austin Powers again, I don't know, I just think it's going to be, like, you see, on, so on, cringe. On one hand, I'm thinking, he's getting on a bit now. It's mm. been, what was 2003 gold member, something like that? Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, you know, it's it been a while. Been. But he's got a lot of makeup on for Doctor Evil, and he will for Austin Powers as well. Oh, he'll look the part. Uh, I don't doubt that. He looks. He basically just looks like a slightly fatter Doctor Evil in mm. the in the Jimmy Fallon. I think it was that yeah. he was on. Um, but I'm looking forward to it. It's gonna be all right. Like um, that's the thing. Do, do you want just all right? I mean, it just. No. It, I. Mm, this is I, the problem with a lot of sequels, though, isn't it? Really, like we settle for you know, right. Yeah, you know, I I said it in my podcast about Halloween recently. I said, you know, I mean, it it was okay, but was it anywhere close to, to the, the original, original Halloween? No. So yeah. why are we being subjected to these average sequels? <laughs> if I were doing it, the time? and I was Mike Myers, and I was uh, Mike Myers, that's a link. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's if I we're doing another Austin Powers or I wanted to do it whether it's for the money or whether it's because he, you know he's he's written loads of stuff and he wants to do it I would have done maybe a slightly different take on it where maybe it's before he got frozen and uh, you know went to the future or maybe it's yeah. a different agent or something like that something different maybe in the same universe doesn't mean they can't have Austin Powers in it but yeah. I'd maybe take the focus away a little bit yeah. so that people aren't disappointed when it's not you know, that good, shag yeah. me. It's not like <laughs> the amazingness of, of, the, of the original ones. I just, I, I don't think it's. Ne- I just don't think it's necessary. No one's right. walking around going, "We need another Austin Powers movie." Yeah. Just no one's so doing it. Feels like Mike Myers had nothing better to do. Yeah, I mean, I'm doing. not saying that there's been other franchises off the top of my head. I can't think of any, but I know there's been franchises that have just all of a sudden come back. I've been going, who, who needed this? Who asked for this? And I've been, oh, you know what? Fucking, that was all right. That, I, no, in fact, that was more than right. That was brilliant. Uh, Jurassic World. Yeah, I think Jurassic yeah. that 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 came out of nowhere. Out yeah, of field. I, I don't think anyone really expected it to be. I mean, yeah, it's not. It's good in its own right, isn't it? It's not like mm. whether it's better or whatever from the first. And clearly, like a lot of people will say, the first one is the better ones or whatever it is. The correct people. But it yeah. it's still boss in its own right. Mm. That Jurassic World, I think, and that's that's all you ask for when they reboot something. Jumanji recently. Jumanji. Um, I really, really enjoyed the new Jumanji. It was, it was so it. different from the original that I let it off. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's what I mean with, with Austin Powers. Just do something totally. Yeah, yeah. That's, I just think if you're following on and you're trying to then link it up and it's been so long, sometimes it's just like, right. Okay. You get a bit Crystal Skull. Yeah. No. <laughs> and there's another one of them. Well, yeah. I don't know if Harrison Ford's doing it. Know, but well, we can just shine them off. We cannot can, be uh, excited about that one. I'm going to use that Crystal Skull uh, reference to segue nicely into the news. So the first part of the news. Hmm. Speaking of skulls, have you heard of Black Mask, Gaz? No. So Black Mask is a crime boss in the DC world. Okay. And Ewan McGregor is now going to play him. Okay. So say hello there. To uh, <laughs> oh Jesus, <laughs> Ewan McGregor. So that's the character he'll be playing. Is that actually him in 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 it? We don't know. Well, where's that picture come from then? I don't know. <laughs> that's why I said 
We don't know. <laughs> to be fair, that could be me in that mask. It just looks like Red Skull Man thing. Whatever Red Skull Man! <laughs> Red Skull Man team. Uh, the issue is, Red Skull looks like that. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah, Red Skull like is forced out of this. This guy chooses to wear a mask. But that, that's... There's the similarity not there, though. So the black mask... I don't yeah, what you mean. Is, yeah. what you mean. So black... The, um, paint and red... Yeah, but paint, well, paint red skulls and black. And make it Hugo Weaving. Yeah, but he came... So black, black mask in the comics for that. Black mask no is idea. like a normal guy. He just wears this mask as part yeah. of like his. It's kind of DC's version of Kingpin, sort of. Yeah, thing. and he just yeah. wears this mask, so no one knows his identity. Amend apparently, and uh, his gang at all men are wear them as well. Um, he comes. I've, I've read his origin at some point, but I remember reading the origin. I can't verbatim say what it was, but it's quite a dark um, origin, like treated bad by his parents. Mm. Um, and a life for crime. I just don't see Ewan McGregor Has playing that. No, I agree. Well, this is, yeah, yeah, this is the thing. Have we ever heard him as Ewan McGregor ever played an American? Yes, yeah, he was in a really seen. weird um, rom-com thing where he played like a 1940s, 50s New Yorker um, that I watched years ago, but he was American in that. Mm. He did it all right. Like, oh, he might have been British, actually, thinking about See, it. See, this is what I mean. He's definitely in New York. I, I can't remember what I Everything I think about, I go, hold on. Oh, he was British. Does um, he have to be well, American? As, as long as it's yeah. better than his French accent in Beauty and the Beast, I don't mind. No, no. Our voices in comics, do no, he's, so. no, but he's raised in Gotham. Uh, raised in Gotham, as, and it's like he's a gangster in Gotham. He's got to have an American accent. Mm. Also, there's already a gangster in the Batman universe who's English, the Penguin. Mm. So, to have is a penguin is is a penguin oh, sorry. English. The, the penguin is. Are you thinking of Gotham the TV series? No, he's in, no because in the old um, animations <laughs> he was in the old animations he was English. I think what they're going with at the moment was that he he's American, but he went to boarding school in England, so he's got an English accent. And he kind of puts it on. I think is the thing for the penguin. That makes sense for the penguin. Yeah, but I this think guy... that's what they're going with at the moment. But and, anyway, I think it's. Probably not great casting. They got a big name for it. That's all. They yeah, it's really, just like it? a name to a casting to a. It's gonna be for the Birds of Prey film, which is like Harley Quinn, uh, Poison Ivy, it's and the same Harley Quinn we've already had. Yes. Yeah. yeah it's, so it's part of that. Uh, oh, don't get me started, yeah, it's, it's a sort of follow-on to Suicide Squad, isn't right. it? On, no, on really about not, the seven DC not. universes that we have, because we, you've not got inspired in the slightest. Then we got Krypton. Which is its own universe. You've got Gotham, which is its own universe. You've got the CW universe, which is its own universe. Titans, which is its own universe, but is apparently allegedly possibly linked to this universe. Okay. But the DC universe, that's five right there. Mm. I fucking hate DC. <laughs> See, I love DC. Not for this reason. No, like, yeah, I love the comics. Not, yeah, I, I think DC needs to. Keep writing comics that they're writing, but they need to learn how to run a business. Mm. If anything, certainly the movie business. Like, I mean, like, could they do f- good job with the exactly, animation? That's but that's I mean. that's a separate studio. That's a yeah. separate wing of DC. Yeah. So the Teen Titans Go film, uh, the animated one, which I still haven't watched yet. In fact, I might watch that tonight. Um, apparently, really brazenly, just takes the piss, oh, and in something, in some bits, they're like going, "Are you sure we can say this?" And it's like, "Why not? We're a different studio." And it's, it's, it's true. They've got, they've gone to the same guy, and it's like me and you. You run, you run the the fucking 
delight the fucking Batfleck universe. I'm running the Teen Titans Go. I come up to you, CEO Gaz Masters of DC. You'd probably be sitting like that. Ladies and gentlemen, I know this isn't good for an audio medium, but Gaz is sat right now like a fat cat on my couch. <laughs> Not going to lie. His arms out wide. You, like, you are sat like you're waiting for the prostitute. You just don't want to And that you are... I mean, his fly is even half down. I would like to... be ready to go. <laughs> Time is money. Yes. Time is money. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so I come up to you and go, here, Gary, um, I've got this script. It's uh, Teen Titans Go. It's animated. Um, and I just have these jokes in it, which mm. take the piss out of him. Now, no matter how much you go, I don't like the fact that these jokes take the piss out of me. You go, you make this decision. You go, well, I like these jokes. They're funny. Yes, do it. And yeah. that, and they, they get away with it. And that side's becoming more popular. The animated side's really, really doing it. Mm. Oh, that, remember that Harley Quinn trailer that we oh, watched? Oh, that looks really That looks dead yeah. funny. Yeah. With swearing as well. And has a Batman. Fucking has a Batman. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So I really, I, I really do see DC, other than Wonder Woman, the DC universe is like this swirling cesspool on the movie side. What, what's happened to DC is the exact thing that happened to Marvel with Spider-Man mm. and, and X-Men. Mm. They've got that battle of Sony-owned rights to things Marvel own rights to things but luckily that was only one company DC have Warner Brothers to fight with yeah. who are arguably what the biggest entertainment business one of yeah one conglomerates of, yeah. ever uh, CW is part of Warner Brothers isn't it but yeah. they've got you know they've got loads of other things that they've got to fight with because mm. CW the television section of Warner Brothers and the film version of Warner Brothers are completely really different, different well. they have nothing to do with each other which is why they're not linked. And funnily enough, the CW version is having loads is having loads of success. And what are they doing? They're having loads of fun. Yeah. They're just having. They just. I'm. I now want to watch. I've always kind of like on the back burner thought there's too much to watch. There's too much to catch up on. They've started doing Elseworlds stories. Yeah. I want to watch this so much. <laughs> it's great. They, what's the thing is like the the Marvel movies are having fun. The yeah. Marvel TV shows are dark and gritty. The DC movies are dark and gritty, and the DC TV shows, shows are, are having, having fun, fun, but they're not linked. Yeah, exactly. But it shows exactly. Just do what you want to do. Stop trying to impress people mm. and stick to the comic books. Well, we might get more into that when we get to the main news because there's obviously there's a reason why DC and Marvel kind of work like that. Yeah. Um, the next part of the news was if I can get this up, and this is again. Um, so Jeremy Irons has joined the cast of the TV adaptation of The Watchmen, uh, playing Ozymandias, but an older version. Oh Christ! Do you know, do you not like that? That was not the reaction I was expecting. <laughs> but it's good news. He's Alfred, though. Ah, but this is what means it cannot be linked to the DC movie universe. Like, well, yeah, it's, it, but it's just muddying the water further. What, having Jeremy Irons in a DC pro- thing, thing twice? Yeah, it's yeah. like... Uh, uh, Captain America was fucking Human Torch. Exactly, and I hate that. That really annoys me. But they weren't yeah, linked. I know they weren't linked, before, but like, in my head they are. You know, you're thinking, when did the original Torch come in? That was way before when Marvel started. Exactly. Really yeah. But I like. I think that's a good casting. I think Ozymandias... It, I couldn't think who would play Ozymandias... In, in fairness, I can hear him doing the voice mm-hmm. very well. That utter arrogance of him, I can hear him doing that very well. Mainly from my memory of his dialogue in um, Die Hard 3. Weirdly, I can hear that kind of 
ringing mm. through. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That arrogance, I think, I, yeah, would, I would be that. very good. My only issue is he's Alfred. Is he Alfred though? Is he Michael Caine is Alfred? Exactly, <laughs> Michael Caine is Alfred. Fucking, fucking! You're only supposed to blow the bloody doors off. All that is the worst Michael Caine I've ever done, by the way. All those push-ups, you can't lift a bloody log. Yeah, <laughs> I just blame it all fucking on you. Um, I, I'm, I'm excited for this Watchmen TV series. Yeah, right. I'm, yeah. I'm, uh, the reason I said the whole it can't be linked to the universe thing was because, um. I don't want this, uh, like, uh, you won't be, but if you've been reading Doomsday Clock... I'm waiting till they're all out and then I'm going to... Oh, you're going to be waiting years, mate. Yeah, Because they yeah, yeah. fucking keep putting I, it I thought it was going to be just, like, a quick 12-month run and then oh, it'll be fine. Oh, God. And it's, like, it's not ended up like It's, that. like, so hard to get a hold of. So, uh, Watchmen and DC are finally colliding in this awesome okay. storyline and it's... Do you think... Is that where this is leading? Now this is what no, but this is my point. It, this means that they'll never be able to do it, like from a TV to cinematic point of view, because of cast Jeremy Irons, because mm. he's Alfred. In, in, yeah, so it can never happen. Unless on that they side. completely scrap their extended universe and start again. Which hints of that are from stuff like Joker movie being announced. And do you know Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four has been put off till twenty twenty? Yeah. That was actually uh, something I picked up on my podcast. <laughs> you did? You did. <laughs> Gaz going, Gaz is like Captain America. <laughs> Just going, I get that reference. <laughs> I understand that reference. Yes, yeah, Gaz. I love that back. reference. That's yeah. good. No, you're right, though. It, 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 they've, they, they really... well, they've delayed nearly everything, haven't they? I think the they've... The de- movie got put back. Mm, I think they've delayed the the Wonder Woman movie because I think they're wondering if they need to rewrite re, rewrite uh, rewrite it. So it's a continuation from the last film, but doesn't continue into the other films somewhat. Yeah. I I think they're trying to keep her because she is Gal Gadot at the moment is Wonder Woman to a lot of a, a whole mm. generation at the moment, and it, they know that they might have to recast everyone again, but they don't want to lose her because they won't get another Gal Gadot. But it's, uh, why, is yeah. this, why is it always this sombre moment when you talk about DC? It's just what they've done to because us. We all, years yeah. of abuse, isn't it? We, we all know that they just don't have the shit together. No. It's the thing. They've got like ten different pots boiling and they don't even know what's in each pot. And they're just making sure nothing's boiling over. Spinning they plates. They are like all for, boiling over. Aquaman's yeah. out soon though, isn't it? I'm fucking pumped for that. The I, suit, I love the suit. Are you actually pumped I for it? I thought there was sarcasm so there. pumped for that movie. I really like Aquaman. I'm not so sure, but... Me and my cousin, then, me and my cousin will love Aquaman. I can't... I really hope it's good. I hope it's surprising. Well, you never hope a film like, is bad, do you? Well, no, obviously, but what I mean is, like, sometimes with, like, the DC ones, certainly, is you kind of go into it going, oh, fucking hell, here we go again. it's just gonna gonna lull me into disappointment do do you know what though my my theory is it's gonna get a similar it's not gonna get as much Mm -hmm. but I think it's gonna get a similar reaction to Wonder Woman did because if it's a Batman or a Superman movie people go in with such high expectations Mm. and they get flopped immediately people went into Wonder Woman with this not as many comic book readers I would argue have that sort of I don't have. I do not have a Wonder Woman trade. I'm, I've actually pointed out. I, 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 once went and was like, right, I'm going to read up a bit on Wonder Woman here, and went into Forbidden Planet in Liverpool, and there was one 
Wonder Woman trade. And I was like, what the fuck? This is one of the Holy Trinity. And I can only get hold of Wonder Woman, New 52, 3. What the fuck is that? Yeah. Like, how am I meant to get into Wonder Woman? But anyway, continue. I get what you mean. But yeah, I, I think as well with Aquaman, everyone's going to walk into it thinking it's going to be shit. And the, but my... like, Aquaman for me was the strongest point of Justice League. I honestly that. felt like he... Well, no, but I, I honestly felt like that was the strongest point. In... Which Justice League are you talking about? New 52 Justice League, Rebirth Justice League, 90s Justice League? No, no, as, as in the, the DC movie. Oh, Justice the movie! League. As in, oh, you no. know, that abomination <laughs> oh, of no. a movie. I, oh. I, I mean, I don't know. Like, I didn't like much of Justice League. I get what you're saying. He was one of the characters that like provided a little source of entertainment in there. But well, for think, the wrong yeah, reasons. Was, yeah, he shouldn't like have the... been the comedic relief that he was. No, yeah. yeah I, I mean, the bit, the bit where he goes, like, he catch, uh, I can't remember who captures him, Cyborg, and he goes, my man! Yeah. <laughs> that is, to me, forever a just joke between me and Chris. Yeah. Like, whenever we want to take the piss out of each other, we go, my man! <laughs> it was like, ugh. <laughs> fucking cringy. But like the scenes when he's walking into the water, it was it was shown in the trailer loads because they knew they'd got a good shot. Yeah, with him just holding that like bottle. And he just throws run. the bottle and just lets the waves hit him. I was like, oh, this is gonna be good, and it was. All right, yeah, it wasn't a good movie. You know yeah. what? That's actually a really good argument. Name a cooler character out of the Justice League movie. Because technically, Batfleck was not cool in that. He did this really awkward smile, like he had gas. When it, Superman appeared, like, mm-hmm. like he came off a really weedy Batman in that film. That was like the biggest injustice of the whole fucking mm. thing. I like what you did like, there. Yeah. yeah, I see what you did there. <laughs> and but I like it. it was, you know, the bit where like Superman comes back and he's like, "Ooh, Superman's back!" Mm. Like, fuck off, you Batman lad. I know. Yeah. About shit. a film ago, you're like, "Do you bleed? <laughs> I bet you bleed." And now he's back, like, "Yay! <laughs> Superman! So Superman! Weird. Superman!" I've yeah, never like, seen anything. You, you knew him and liked him for five minutes, and he died in that yeah. five minutes. You have, you have that, you, Martha. Martha. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was very odd with that whole thing of like those two fil- like obviously Batman versus Superman, and a lot of people were saying, "Oh, well, like, Batman was actually like the strong point of a bad film or mm. something." I remember a lot of people saying that and actually saying oh well Affleck did a good job and it was just the complete opposite in Justice League I thought I agree, it was yeah. like yeah. that was the first time I've ever watched anything with Batman in it and thought Batman's a fucking dick ba- Batman is you know what it, for such a complex character he's so easy to write mm. you yeah. just make him he knows better than everybody he knows he knows better than everybody he's not a dick about it but he knows mm. he knows better than everybody he is this guy who is. Yeah. He's the he has to lie every to everyone as well. Like yeah. he, he has to he lie. knows best. Yes, mm. and you know he knows best. Yeah, I didn't think he knew best. No, I think he, he he seemed like a lost kind of like. What do you think we should do? And yeah. it's like Batman would never ask. What do you? Batman think Batman has to be a man who's got his shit together, yeah. unless you're doing an Elseworlds thing or just after something drastic has happened. Which I suppose Superman died, but I mean, like. Just after... But that's when you take the reins, motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Tim Drake dies. Fair enough. Go be an alcoholic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do what you want. But Batman Superman... Is, yeah. Fucking hell. <laughs> I was going to say, actually, was Black Mask, was that a Grant Morrison character? Oh, you are asking the wrong guy. Um, if I can quickly... I don't remember him. He probably was, but I don't remember him before Batman R.I.P., which was sort of Grant Morrison's big room. Yeah. Um, I put Grant Morrison. Hold on, black mask. I'm probably completely wrong. 
Black. Grant Morrison has something called Black Mask Studios, so it's possible. Hold on, let me just. What is this? Black Mask. Oh, okay. No, no, hold, no. On, hold on. You should never type in Black Mask <laughs> without DC. <laughs> Thank God he wasn't called like Black G String because yeah. that could have been worse. Yeah, so hold on. Worse. Black Mask is uh, created by no Doug Munch and Tom Mandrake. Right. Um, substantially adapted a lot. Um, no, it's not really. Oh, fair enough. I'm, I'm maybe, wrong. Maybe, but he got Grant Morrison does have something called Black Mask Studios, so maybe right. that's where you've got I, I think kind of Grant Morrison picked him up and ran with him, maybe. I think there's as... Black Mask. There's Black Mask. I'm sure there's like Black Mask Comics as well. I think that's Grant Morrison's. Maybe. That might be Black Mask Comics as a publisher, and Grant Morrison might run it. Maybe. If we're wrong, please email in talknerdyuk at gmail.com. It'd be nice to actually hear from someone. <laughs> um, right, so actually, I think it's a really good moment if we're. We've been kind of swirling the toilets of DC for a while to go and look at the raging massive part of news, which is now the toilet of life, as it were. Just this entire—I I just felt like the other day I woke up and someone just flushed everything. Stanley, creator of essentially everything we know in Marvel, or co-creator, it doesn't matter if you want to get into the semantics of it, is dead. At uh, 95 years old, close to, he was like ni- nearly 96. Like, the guy was almost immortal. Um, I think this is personal. I'm deaf, that it's up there with maybe Mike, Michael Jackson and Lemmy, like, and David Bowie. I'm going to remember where I was when I heard it. Yeah. I, I, I've got no choice. It's fucking recorded. It was, <laughs> I was like sat there, and Chris walks in and goes, Are you ready to record? And I'm like, My phone just went off. Went, yeah, I'm putting it on silent. And I just looked and it went, Two minutes ago, Stanley dead. I'm like, fuck, what? Yeah. Stanley dead. And it said two minutes. I was like, hold on. And I said, Chris, Chris. And Chris like, what? And starts recording. I'm like, shit, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. I think Stanley's died. And he's like, no, no, he can't die. I went, well, let me have a look. I went, who's, who's done it? Panic immediately. Panic, 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 panic. I don't know why we're panicking, because what can we do? <laughs> you know, there's, yeah. there's nothing we're going to be able to do to change it. Um, it was TMZ. Yeah, yeah, they, that's who I got it. Well, I fucking do not trust TMZ, so I was like, fuck no, someone, someone, that, someone else. So I just want to hear someone else go, TMZ, full of shit, three minutes ago. And it never came. Mm. And and then BBC reported. And then the and BBC went, oh, reported. fuck. And this is one of those, you could tell by uh, the reaction of everyone. Mm. You know, it's one of those, you know, sometimes you get people who like music that, maybe post about like certain bands or certain artists and stuff like that and then you get people who like certain movies it's like an old movie person that might have died and stuff but this was like universal to like pretty much everyone and i think that shows his cultural impact so obviously the films have helped there's no doubt of that because that's brought it to an audience that wouldn't even necessarily have read the comics like myself Mm -hmm. but so many people on Facebook, it was just relentless. It was just like everyone was saying, oh my God, Stanley. My parents knew about it. Yeah. That says it. My, my mum's never watched a single Marvel movie. Yeah. She's never watched anything like that. Uh, and she knew that he died. Yeah. I think it's like he was, he's, he's had such a cultural impact on... on oh, I've got to be a better way of saying it than on pop culture. Um, to the point of like... He's he's done Star he's Star Wars he's mm. you know people like go oh like my my mum watches Doctor Who and she'll like I'll, I'll watch it with her and then she'll turn to me and go where are the Daleks 
Mm. She knows what Daleks are. She doesn't know where they're meant to be in that universe, but she knows what Daleks are. Where are the Daleks? My Stanley is that he has had such an imprint. You're gonna see kids for years. I mean, fucking years and years with something Hulk on or Spider Man mm. on. Um, but Marvel comics are gonna like lines from Marvel comics, memes. I mean, it's. It, I'm not trying to like dilute what he's done, but he what he's he's had an actual impact on pop culture so much. That I genuinely could see in a few hundred years, there's still references that all come from the footprint he made first, from him first yeah. writing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a guy who can, uh, who can jump like a spider and from fly webs around, and it's, it's yeah. just mad that there's this guy who, at a time, I mean, how much do you know? I mean, you've done a little bit of research. Um, I mean, what's your first? Well, I think we should go around. What's like your first? interaction with Stan Lee what was your first when do you first remember going oh fucking Stan Lee like I, I obviously I'm much more of a movie based fan mm -hmm. of Stan Lee because you know I don't read comics really but you know you can't the Marvel Universe now is just such a massive part of the movie business and like his like initial direction of hero and villain is the thing that everyone will take so, like, it's not like, oh, I remember, like, that being my first Stan Lee, but, like, obviously cameos in his films and stuff like that. I just think he'd come off as a cool guy and stuff like that. But then you realise his influence by going back to, like, the fact that, you know, Spider-Mans and all of these characters that will be forever remembered, like, what you're saying is in a few hundred years, well, the, the basic concept of hero and villain has been transformed by superheroes and I'm not saying he came up with the idea for superheroes but he's massively added to what we know of today well yeah though the the I was I mean I've been I watched this documentary the other night and I've obviously reviewed it for what's up doc but the point of it was that yeah yeah but in the 30s Superman was the original hero mm. but up until Stan Lee all these heroes biggest things was like how can I save these people from a burning building? How can I save these people from a falling plane? Whereas Stan Lee made the hero actually have personality. He said before, so we had, in fact, these heroes, like the Fantastic Four was the very first... Fantastic Four was the first concept he came up with. And the idea is they're a family. They don't like their powers, which was unheard of. Everyone's like, I can do this and I can do that. He was like, no, they don't like their powers because they didn't want them. And like they have problems, like they don't like each other, yeah. they don't get along, they uh, start going out and trying to save people, they get it wrong, and uh, end up you know a building gets destroyed, and it's like people like watch Age of Ultron, but um, sorry Civil War, and um, that whole uh, some oh, what's the fucking name of it? The something agreement, the, the uh, Accords, Sokovia Accords. Yeah, Sokovia this Accords. goes all the way back to fucking Fantastic Four and having a. The government come up to them and go, "You destroyed a building. You need to pay for this." And they go, well, we can't pay for it. And he said, and people are reasoning, apparently picking it up, going, "We've never even thought about superheroes having a personality and responsibility." Yeah, well. You know, it's such a, a, a mad idea. Well, like the thing that I read as well was when he created Spider-Man, uh, obviously with Jack Kirby. Hmm. Also, their deaths were very close together, weren't they? Jack Kirby only died, like, oh no, not Jack Kirby. Uh, You're thinking of Steve Ditko. Yeah, Steve Ditko. I was going to correct you, but I... yeah. Um, but, um, you know, th when they created Spider-Man, 
they went, okay, we want to create a hero who isn't this strong guy mm. comes to the rescue. Let's make him this nerdy teenager that, you know, instead of he got powers, powers fell on him, really. Yeah. You know, they just happened to him. And it's like, you know, how would you as a teenager comprehend that? Mm. And, and I think that's a, a completely different direction that even DC today struggle to make. Mm. Um, you know, especially if you've got like Jim Lee illustrating or something like that. And it's these big, you know, guys with huge pecs and stuff like that and it's just like no it's just this nerdy teenager and you know he fails sometimes but he's doing his best yeah. and that is the absolute antithesis of well i mean when was your first like stanley thing like... my my first time that i kind of realized see there's two differences there's who stanley is and there's what stanley is all right yeah do you know what i mean so it's like the idea of this is the guy who for want of a, of a of an easier saying sort of you know formed marvel and created this huge thing and then weirdly i think the first cameo that i remember mm. seeing him in was fantastic four two <laughs> when he comes to the wedding because oh, he's not he goes, allowed in he goes uh what name and he goes no. Uh, Stanley, Stanley, get out, mate. And he's like, no, 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 I am Stanley. And like, no, you're not on the list. He's like, I must be on the list. And I remember thinking they made a big deal of that, and then doing some googling and going, oh right, that's the creator because I was, I was young then. Yeah, yeah you were like what four? Yeah, probably like <laughs> what in Fantastic Four two come out like fucking like two thousand seven. Oh, we can play this game. Hold probably, on. If it was two thousand seven, which I think it is, I think it is as well. I think that's a very good guess. Fantastic Four 2 came out in 2007. Yeah. yeah. So I would have been 10. Mad. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my world. We are aging. Um, but yeah, that's we are aged. aged yeah. <laughs> that's my kind of first memory of him as a cameo. But then, do you know what was amazing? Um he did a, a TV series called Stanley's Superhumans where he went and found people with arguably superpowers. Yeah. So like this guy who can be electrocuted and it won't kill him and this guy who can hold his breath for 45 minutes in freezing cold water and stuff mm. like that. And that was my first sort of, of him as a person, not this just cameo. This guy who shows up yeah. kind of thing. And, and I remember thinking, oh, he's, he's very charismatic. He, he holds the camera very well. And that's when I started my interest in in him. him not what he is he was himself is. a character that was the thing yeah like he always had either the same blazer on or shirt on same hairdo the glasses tash he looked like like he, he his clothes changed as much about as you know any of his costume superheroes but he it, 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 it was weird and you just saw him come on and he's like hey there true believers how are you yeah. this amazing businessman a market man but he he clearly cared about who the people he clearly cared about fans like fandom really came about in the 60s the beatles the stones and then i think stan seemed to grasp that and he had like stan's soapbox was a bit where he wrote in every comic like hello how are you write to me other comics didn't do that and people could write to stan he could write back to them and people like fuck you know i can write to this guy who makes iron man and makes daredevil and shit and that's it's absolutely mad but he, he just was just he just was this walking character all the time, and then yeah, like you said, in cameos he just appeared and he he just stole it. Like it, yeah. there was something. Of, yeah. I remember at my first one with him was fucking. I don't know if you you might have seen it, but Morat. No, oh, yeah, I don't yeah. think I've seen Morat. Oh right, so like it's well, just, I was a kid when I did. It's like 
Kevin Smith's Bomb. Like, I fucking... Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no. I've not seen it, but... I'm, you know about yeah, it. I know what it is. I like it, personally. I really like it. I like it. Just, but it was because... Like bomb there. I think it's a great film. It, it followed Clerks. Clerks was like mm-hmm. this... Um, like yeah, this, that was like an indie, like, That's the thing that made Kevin Smith. Like, exactly. Yeah. He made, like, this film for, like, $200 or whatever. It was just barely cost anything. It's a mm-hmm. black and white film. And everyone's like, shit, oh, my God, this guy's great. Give him how much money as he wants. And he makes mole rats, which is the weirdest thing. It's like got cartoon mm. noises and all sorts. It's like this really animated adult comedy. But you can break them. That's what annoys me. He's thing. really good at it. I, I I like it a lot. But he he so apparently he wrote this he wrote this part where the main guy Brody is into comics, um, and he's just a bit of like he's, he's but he's a pervert. He's like, oh look at her over there. Can it, and he, like look at that person oh, they'd love that and he had this idea that the comic he meets the, the this big comic book guy and this comic book guy is actually dead sweet and kind hearted and makes him realise he should be dead sweet and kind hearted so the guy, uh, the guy the producers were like who would you have you know who's this guy meant to be and he was like he explained the character and went oh well who's like that I don't get what you mean by a big comic book guy and I went well he went Stan Lee Stan Lee would be that guy well, why don't you have Stan Lee play the role? And Kevin Smith was like, fuck, what? You can do that? <laughs> and I'm like, well, I think I actually know someone who knows Stan Lee. He's like, oh my God, get Stan Lee. So like, I will rewrite the whole film if you can be Stan Lee. <laughs> so it was originally meant to be like, he, it's just some random comics fan. So he made it all. And just for a bit of context, so Brody like runs into Stan Lee in this mall where he's doing a signing and it's like saying things like, you know... You know when the Hulk gets angry and gets big and green? They're like, what? You know, does his penis get all big and green? And fuck? You know, That's his attitude. He's like, yeah. you know, flaming torch when he's like fucking flaming up and everything. Like, if he does that inside a woman. Oh, that's it. The best one is when he's like, if, if Superman, if Superman... <laughs> I can laugh at this line. It's like, so Superman and Lois have never had sex, right? And Stanley's like, what do you mean? And he's like, well, think about it. He's like this Kryptonian superhuman. Now, let's say that the blast of his cum didn't blow her spine out <laughs> and she did somehow harbour his baby. Surely one kick from that baby would punch her stomach clean out. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking great. And so Stanley tells a story about how he, keep, he keeps getting asked these questions and Stanley's actually just being like, oh, well, you know, I, I actually wrote the Hulk about the time when I split up from this girl and um, I felt... You know, I was really angry all the time, and I felt I took my anger out. And it comes with all these really romanticized reasons why these yeah. characters came up. And at the end of it, like the guy goes, "Oh shit, I should change how I am," and goes off. And then Stan Lee goes up to a guy later and goes, "Right, I said that to him. You know, do you think that will help him change?" He goes, "Yeah, cool." That entire part was Stan Lee's idea. Mm. So the guy, Stan Lee, was meant to be like, oh, I really romanticised about all these... You know, Kevin Smith writes out that Stan Lee romanticised all about these parts. He goes and changes his ways, everything. Stan Lee apparently went, I've got a problem with this. One, I would never say that. (laughs) Two, I don't want people to think that Stan Lee didn't get the girl he wanted. (laughs) I can get any girl I want. (laughs) Number three... My wife will kill me <laughs> if there's not a girl. If he and apparently he did another questionnaire. He said like someone went, "Oh, how did you get past that?" And he went, "I'd read the script. I'd never read a script before. I looked at it and was like, ah, what's what's all this?" And they're like, "Oh, it's uh, it's, it's just a script. It's just make believe, isn't it?" He goes, "All right." Goes home. His wife picked it up and went, "What's this? What? Who's this girl?" He goes, "It's a script. It's all made up. <laughs> it never happened before." So he had to go to Kevin Smith and go, "You have to say that at the end." It's all a lie. <laughs> and he put that in for Stan. Mm. 
Oh, and this was when Stan was 73. Oh, God, a while ago. He's 73, and they were like, Kevin Smith thought like that was the last time like I'll ever work with him. 20 fucking years, like, it's yeah. 22 years later, and like they were still working together and like meeting up and shit. Nothing. I mean, obviously, this. He just comes across as such a lovely guy, you know, like, and some of the, like, his messages within his comics, as we kind of touched upon before, were way ahead of its time. Yes. You know, you think of Black Panther. 65? Yeah, you know, I, I mean, am. think about that in the context of, what, 60s? Yeah. And he's he's making a black superhero and an empowered Africa. He, how he amazing said, is that? When you he, think of like where we are in the in the world today, and like how much that resonates still, it shows as well that I don't I don't think there. I think one of the like, and I'm a, a comic book fan, and I think one of the first times I came properly across Black Panther being a main character was in like a 2015 animated Avengers thing, mm. and like how have I not? heard of this character oh that's why because Stan Lee was the only person yeah who who wanted that yeah. at the time obviously now it's this huge turns out to be one of the biggest ideas that was yeah. ever done yeah um, but obviously it shows what the times were like of Marvel just going like alright okay we'll keep that as a back burner here mm. and really that can be like a Apparently Spider-Man was really hard for him to get out like he apparently Spider-Man could have been five years beforehand but he went up and was like I've got this idea it's a kid like you said before yeah. it's a kid and they were like, no, kids are like partners. They're just like the sidekick. He's like, no, no, but we'll make the kid the main guy. And they're like, no, don't like that. What, what else anyway? And he's like, oh, he's got the powers of a spider. And like spiders, yeah. And spiders are scary. People don't like spiders. We're not going to do spiders. Like for fuck's sake, no one would listen to him. But what was really like the, the most heartfelt thing I heard was like he he nearly quit. He nearly quit it all. Like he was sick of writing. He was, he was spinning a few plates and he just couldn't and he was doing a few stories he didn't want to do comics really watered down and then his wife said before you quit he was going to say he wants to go off to write the great American novel mm. and his wife said well before you quit why don't you just write the comic you've always wanted to read just write mm. that worst case scenario you get fired and then he did Fantastic Four <laughs> I was like fuck you know and just like open the floodgates and then you look at the characters in between so like between 1960 oh, fucking something stupid isn't it it's like 1962 or 3 or something to 1971 you've got you name it just name it he yeah. did it Iron Man Daredevil fucking Hulk fucking Spider-Man fucking um, oh my god Thor um, Black Widow um, it, 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 yeah. it just I can't think of it. it's, well, it's overwhelming like, yeah it's so overwhelming I think the only one that Iron Man wasn't him was it it was somebody else Iron Man was partly him because it, apparently there was this massive thing about. Um, he said there was loads of. At one point, he said he thought hippies were going a little bit. Well, I'm, I'm I'm paraphrasing a lot. He said he said he thought that like the hippie movement was going a bit too far, going against um, like trying to fight just normal businesses and the industrial age. He thought industrialization was quite important in some respects. So he said, "How can I make the modern businessman, the industrialist, kind of relevant?" Yeah, and it's getting to see him from their point of view. Mm. So he came up with Tony Stark, Iron Man. It yeah, was like yeah. a guy who is in one in one world one minute, and then the next minute he's here and he's trying to be changed. And now everyone's like, "No, fuck you! You're a big industrialist." He's like, "No, I'm trying to change." Yeah. He like he always wanted to go down this road of hope. Like every character has hope. Every character is trying to find redemption in some way. 
Whereas before that, that wasn't really... The closest you had was fucking Bruce Wayne, I think, mm. was the closest you had to redemption. Yeah, but how do you feel... Bruce Wayne. Dude. Yeah, you yeah. Do... Bruce Wayne is actually the mask, really, when you think yeah. about it. Batman's the real character. And it's, it's really hard to be sorry for a billionaire. Yeah. There's no link between Bruce Wayne and Batman. There's a very strong link between Tony Stark and Iron Man. Do you mm. know what I mean? Like... They are what? They're synonymous names, whereas you go, oh, yeah. Batman is Bruce Wayne. It's yeah. like, all right, cool, but Tony Stark's just... Yeah. That's, yeah. That, that's that's what it is. It's not this huge difference between... Well, he said them. that was the thing. His thing with Iron Man, he said, he all of a sudden one day went, why would superheroes wear masks? Yeah. It's like, if I had powers, I'd be like, fucking look at me! <laughs> <laughs> so he went, came up with Tony Stark, he was like, look at me, I have powers! <laughs> Even though he technically doesn't, it's fucking great. <laughs> I love that there's there's some there was some rough years of, of Tony Stark in the comic books. Oh, alcoholism! Like where he just became a raging alcoholic mm. for like five years. Do you know why? Just, that, you what know, was that message in a bottle or something. Message, uh, demon in a bottle. Demon in a bottle. Message like, in a bottle was the police mate. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> um, oh well. No, uh, he. Do, <laughs> <laughs> do you know that's why if you look now, you, it's 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 like the te- one of the weirdest details. It's almost like saying. You notice how uh, Ben Affleck never wears a hat in any of his films. But uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man doesn't have a drink of alcohol after Avengers. That's good. Well, um, in, in Iron Man 2, he, he has that off the rails bit because he thinks he's dying. Yeah. And then he gets ludicrously drunk at that part. That's it. Sorry, it's after Iron Man 2. It's after Iron Man 2. Disney did not like the idea that, wait, this character's an alcoholic? And they went, well... Yeah, but was is the important part. He's, he has an episode like no, he can never touch a drink. We don't want to see him having a drink again, so he's not allowed. He, he cannot drink in any mm. film. He'll be seen. Robert Downey Jr. though. Fucking, hey! <laughs> oh well, in the eighties, Jesus. <laughs> um, I mean, I'll t- I'll tell you quickly what I've got, which you will find really interesting. You can on. borrow if you want, unless you already have it. I've got, uh, and I got it for my sixteenth birthday. It's a a, a copy of. Um, basically somebody went to Stanley and went would you like to write origin stories for a load of DC heroes fuck off and he went yeah and I've got Robin where he wrote he basically wrote an origin for Robin and it's a Stanley at the top Robin but he looks like Daredevil from season one you know with the (laughs) the black bandana well that'd be like Nightwing shit it's it's fucking badass though it's really good but yeah Stanley wrote like a couple not like Batman and Superman stuff like that but Robin and I think he did um Maybe Catwoman or something like that, and maybe um, I don't know actually, but like look them up, they're fucking good. They're gritty as well. It's no, not I've like, been told uh, like it's one of these weird things. You associate him with like he stopped writing officially in seventy one, seventy two, because there was too much. He was going back to what you said, the spinning plates problem. Yeah. Marvel really, really fucking grew like ridiculously. So he like realized he had to make a choice. He had to. to, to he could either settle down with what they have or expand so he decides to go expand and this is like this is like his entire personality is in this one business decision so he decides he actually goes on like a took a few comic cons goes to los angeles and mm. like why do i live in new york city los angeles is beautiful why the fuck would i still live in new york city <laughs> this is amazing this is a why he just can't understand why not everyone's living in los angeles so he He's like, I need to find an excuse to move out here. So he just goes back to everyone in New York City to his business. And he goes, right, we're going to make Marvel Television Studios. We're going to make animated TV. 
I found the perfect studio in the perfect place. It's in Los Angeles. I will make the ultimate sacrifice and move my entire family there. <laughs> and they were like, oh my God, Stan, that's amazing. He's like, I know. I know, but I will do it. And he was like, in his head, he, he lived there till he died. <laughs> he lived there till he fucking died. <laughs> that's his entire personality. He finds something he wants and he takes it and then he just finds this really poetic way of doing it, the charming way of just going about it. The word Excelsior. Excelsior. <laughs> His whole thing, this whole ethos, Excelsior, fucking, oh, I just... It, it's cameos as well, like, they're great. You, sorry, so yeah, for a little bit of background, I, just before Dan came here, hmm. I thought Dan, like I said, would be good to stick in it up because oh, yeah, of yeah. the comic side of it, but Dan said he would do some research and you said you watched... I basically just watched all of his cameos. Oh yeah, so um, you can do it on Yeah, there's YouTube a compilation of all of his cameos all together. Through, yeah. Um, I will admit, I was, when I watched it, mm. um, I mind something explicit. Um, <laughs> Stop so, wanking! <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry, people. Sorry. Um, You're not Dizzo. No. Um, but yeah, I, so I watched the main ones, although, what was the Kevin Smith film again? What's it called? More Rats. That I, wasn't on there, I, but I, I assume that's because it's a proper But because scene. He, has a ma- he, was, he had a really main part. Like, yeah. it wasn't just a cameo. He was. He had, like... He had lines and a script, mm. and he had a yeah. trailer. He it was actually a bit of a main part. For well, him. the video I watched kind of started with uh, Raimi's Spider-Man movie, and then progressed all the way up to um, him driving the bus in Infinity Wars. Mm. It didn't have the, the Venom or the Spider-Man game, which was amazing that he was in the Spider-Man. Yeah, game. it was in that yeah. as well. Um, but yeah, so and but the main thing I noticed was they started from just pulling a girl out the way of some rubble. All the way up to jokes at the end yeah. of Civil War, where he's like, "I'm Tony is... Stank." Yeah, yeah. It's just like they grew because his personality grew, and you can tell it's like it's exactly the same person in everyone. Yeah, 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 yeah. No matter what he says, it's the same tone that's given. I will always same... remember the day that I saw Guardians of the Galaxy two. And the bit where they're jumping, they like to, oh, we've got to do this, like, jump to where they are. Yeah. And it's like, oh, it's like 84 jumps. And they're like, no, you're not going to do 84 jumps at once. Go, do, do, do. And it's hilarious. The faces are melding and they're going everywhere. And I'm just laughing my head off at that. And he just jumps. And he's there yeah. with the watchers going, and this one time I was a Peter Delivery Driver. And both me and Chris <laughs> were just went, what? <laughs> like, was, oh, my God. <laughs> and it's just like, why are we getting that? When you look back, it's like yeah. it's insane we got that excited yeah. that Stan Lee is just on screen. It's just it, a part of the movie. Yeah. Though, well, it? That's such a beautiful reveal. Yeah. Mm. That, like... He's a watcher. Yeah, it's not just a cameo. It's a fucking thing. It's this line. Mm. And it also explains why he's not in every movie. No. Because there are some Marvel movies he doesn't make a cameo in. I think Iron Man 3 he doesn't make a cameo in. He does. No, he does. I think he does make a... Oh. There are some movies he does. Now, yeah, I know know one for definite. And of all the films, he doesn't make a, a... a cameo in and I don't know what this says either about A the film or B him and his judgment but he wasn't in fact in what we call Fantastic which when you consider that Fantastic Four was the very first comic he mm. came up with and he decided to reboot it he is not in that film and this was in like his prime when he's cameoing yeah. everything so I think he almost like looked at that and went nah 
<laughs> well, they kind of, let's face it, I mean, the first two Fantastic Four movies I placed with Raimi's Spider-Man of, okay, they were before Marvel knew what they were doing. Mm. And they're Sony, aren't they, anyway? So it was kind of like, all right, okay, fair enough. They are, I, I will treat them like Tim Burton's Batman movies. They're like, you know, they're old, but they're, they're okay. Then when they rebooted Fantastic Four, I went, oh, maybe they'll do it better. They'll do it, you know, good. They'll do it, you know, in form with the sort of, you know, the MCU or even Venom and, and X-Men movies where they're a little bit better. And then it just, I didn't, I didn't see the movie because I had so much disdain for it. Mm. Just from the trailers alone. <laughs> the thing, I haven't. So I've, I've never watched. Are you saying you've never seen Fantastic? No. I've never seen it either. I just can't bring myself to do it. I just don't. It's like, uh, it, and again, this is something that is going to be like a mantra for me. But hearing and so this Stanley documentary I watched, Stanley has this really nice moment when he's he's, he's by the way. We're talking about a lot about good about Stanley. I'm going to talk about the bad about Stanley very quickly. In the fact that Stan set up a few companies that, and it's not the bad of him, but the things happened in those companies, and he was just too trustworthy with people. So I don't know if you ever heard of Stanley Media. So St- Stanley Media was something he set up in the late '90s. Um, he realized the internet was going to be a big thing. Stan was like, I was there at the birth of comics, more or less, and now I'm going to be at the, the, at the birth of the internet. I'm going to fucking take over the internet. So he decided to do that. Unfortunately, a load of fucking solicitors in the first year, like, money laundered, like, loads of fucking money, and oh, the whole company had to get liquidated. He had to fire everyone. Um, there's a really touching moment where he's just, like, ringing some guy he's only known for, like, two weeks, going, jeez, I, I, I know you, uh, I just want to leave a message today. I'm I'm really fucking sorry. I, I didn't know that was going to happen. I, I thought we'd be like going around. If you, if you ever need any work, just let me know. I'm going to try and find something for you. He just, this nice, he's the nicest fucking guy. He's just trying. So he does that. He does another company called POW, um, which did okay. He had obviously the loads of troubles in the 90s where they nearly went fucking bankrupt, which is insane. Um, where was I going with this fucking point? Um, <laughs> fuck, you said um, he, what did you say before that? Winch um, me in the ones he's not in, the, the Fantastic Four. Um, he oh, oh f- why he wasn't in Fantastic Four maybe or no no bad things he's done bad things he's done ah where was I going with this <laughs> I had, I he, got I, I got in so he he did all this bad shit sorry he didn't do any bad shit I'm sorry Stan well um, he he sued Marvel Studios did for he a lot of money. Oh, did he? Based on the Spider-Man, Raimi Spider-Man movies. That was, sorry, you've just got me back. You've just got me back. So, he had, all this bad stuff happened. And he, like, he had to sell off parts of the studio. Mm. He found out, Spider- he found, apparently he found out Spider-Man was, like, worth, like, a billion dollars. And was like, shit, <laughs> I'm selling Spider-Man. <laughs> so he sold it. Um, and then he was asked, like, do you never, like, watch those films? And be like, oh... And he always, like, says, as long as he had the spirit of the comic, he was happy. Mm. He was he was totally on board. Like, even Daredevil, apparently. Daredevil, he thought, was, like, awful. But he said the spirit of the comic was mm. there, so he kind of didn't have a problem with it as such. Mm. He just said it was taste. But to then not appear in this fan- Fantastic Four says, Miles, then. He must yeah. have just looked at that and been like, what are you doing? Unless uh. they didn't ask him. 
They might not have. They, I, I almost picture that they'd be up their own arse so much on this. Maybe. Because they wanted to be like this new gritty fucking weird shit. Well, you've not watched it, have you? Have you watched it? I've not watched it. I've not watched it. I, I want to know whether, they've sol- whether they solve the issue of... And I know, obviously, we're in a, an age when people are, are very actively trying to combat whitewashing, which I, mm. I totally get behind. Mm. I, I really do. All this shit with Scarlett Johansson going on and stuff like that. But the Human Torch, if I'm right, is played by Michael B. Jordan. Correct. Isn't he? And then um, the Susan Storm is played by uh, Kate Mara, mm-hmm. if I'm right. They're meant to be brother and sister in the comic books, aren't they? They are meant to be brother and sister in the comic books. Now, have they, have they solved that? Is he... Or they are half-brother, from... half-sister. A half-brother, right, half-sister. Okay. And that takes off from the Ultimate Marvel Universe. Right, okay, I'm not as familiar with the Ultimate Marvel Universe, I will admit. So, it, but was, it was I, actually true to the comics in one respect, enough. but loads of people are like, a black human touch, this is disgraceful. Oh, I would have absolutely no problem with it. But in my head, I was like, why haven't they made Susan Storm black then? Mm. I'd mm. been like, okay, that's fine. I absolutely no problems with that. I, I still, to this day, think that the perfect Spider-Man would be Donald Glover. I'm still oh, <laughs> totally on board with that. <laughs> But it, it just didn't make sense to me. I didn't know they were half... I've, I should have watched the movie, to be honest, shouldn't I? But, um, I don't know. I've not watched a movie. I know that, so you don't need to know. Just don't worry about it. It's, it's fucking... I, I, I dread the day I have to watch that. <laughs> um, but yeah, to be honest, like I, I've, I've, I've never watched it. The only other... I'm trying to think if there's any other ones that I've... I've not watched the original Ben Affleck Daredevil since I was a kid. Oh, yeah. I, uh, uh, well, it's funny how you you're talking the about this movie either. because it's funny how because Stanley Stanley passed every guy going oh my god Stan fucking hell thing about again then they start talking about all the cameos people talking about the cameos and people start talking about the cameos prior to the MCU I'm like oh shit he was in all the ones before that and then all of a sudden I went shit there's movies before the MCU I saw my shit there was a Daredevil there was a fucking there's an there's a Nick Fury film. Do you know this? There is actually, isn't With there? Your fa- your, the um... Hoff is Nick Fury. Really? Yeah. Do you not know this? No. I know. So, Nick... The, the... Oh, I need to watch this. It's got the eye patch and everything. Yeah, David Hasselhoff yeah. is Nick Fury. Oh, this sounds nice. It's <laughs> fucking dreadful. It's out. They made an Electra movie as well. Yes, they did. Um, following on from Daredevil. Daredevil? Mm. They almost tr- they tried to create a universe with yeah. Daredevil. They had it going and then... To be honest, like they went, oh, Daredevil, who are we going to have as the main villain? And they went, oh, Kingpin. Kingpin. At a time when Kingpin was like a huge element of the Spider-Man animated kind mm. of universe. So everybody went to see him and went, what's, what's the Kingpin doing? He's a Spider-Man I did. villain. I remember thinking that, going, oh, Spider-Man and Daredevil the same person? Oh, Daredevil blind? Hold on. I, I, yeah. I didn't get it. It was too, too much. Because overload. he was such a huge part with like... Mm. Um, not Venom, but like uh, Green Goblin and um, oh, what's his name, Mysterio. Mysterio. Yeah, like of the Spider-Man animated series. Yeah. That then to have him in a completely different hero, and this was in a time as well before MCU, so we well, weren't as familiar like with the idea of yeah crossovers. Mm-hmm. So there was this huge kind of oh right, they've just stolen a villain from somewhere else, <laughs> and. He, he did it. He, who was it who, who played it's him, the actually? Guy, it's the, the guy, guy from The Green from Mile, isn't The Green it? Mile, yeah. And he did a fucking amazing job. I think he was actually a really good kingpin. Oh, yeah. I just think the whole film around him was shit. Yeah. Like, I, ben, I, Affle- I ben Affleck pretends to be blind, 
is not PC at all. <laughs> like that, those little goz eyes he's doing. Ah, like it, the guy just who played Matt Mur- Murdock now just knew just you just don't look at the person like in the eyes you're mm. talking to because you wouldn't know where to look. Whereas they were like Ben Affleck pretend to be blind. Okay. <laughs> Cross up <laughs> <laughs> so Your blinds make your eyes just aren't connected to your head anymore. I it's I, not like... I remember I walked in the living room and that sh- that fucking film was on. I remember my dad watching it. My dad is he hates bullshit. Like I don't even know why he watches films. He has this thing like where he go, well that wouldn't happen. That wouldn't happen. Like it, it, he has this problem with Luther. Apparently, in the new series of Luther, apparently Luther is outside waiting for permission to go into a, a house that's being raided. Mm-hmm. And Dad, because my dad knows the law, goes, "Well, because of the position Luther's in, like authoritarianly, mm-hmm. he wouldn't be there. He wouldn't actually allow to be there. He'd be in the car." So. I, I don't believe this story now. That's, just, that's my dad. Right, like, okay. However, the entire series ruined. Yeah, it is, it is. However, favorite fi- his favourite <laughs> film is fucking Die Hard. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, like, hypocrite central. But I just remember walking in, and it's just this bit where he takes the glasses off, and I just remember hearing my dad go, Jesus! <laughs> and going, wrong, man. look at his eyes! <laughs> Did you know that that what's his name who plays Daredevil now Charlie Cox? Yeah, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah. It is Charlie. I'm sorry, I just say the word Charlie, and I just think of it's always sunny in Philadelphia. (laughs) I just, I won't have. Yeah, it's Charlie Cox, isn't it? I think I think it's Charlie, but he apparently uh, he auditioned for Han Solo for the Solo movie. That's it. But he didn't get it, and they got told because they they struggled to connect with him as a character. And it was only after the audition he realised he did it all as, as Daredevil. So he did it so blind. He so it he was like, because he's so used to doing Daredevil, he was just looking straight <laughs> past the people. Oh my it. god, I want to see that version. And they were like, yeah, we just really struggled to connect with you as a character. It was like you weren't acknowledging us yeah. whatsoever. I mean, I get that that's the point of an audition, but yeah. it was like... You weren't even looking at the camera. And it was only then he was like, oh, I've been doing Daredevil for two I years. I forgot. To blind. <laughs> I forgot that you don't have to be blind. Where have you gone, Chewie? <laughs> oh, I love the idea of that. But what if, what, you, you're giving him too much credit, like he auditioned it as Daredevil. What if he's always just auditioned as blind? And he just got Daredevil out of pure chance. Daredevil was just pure luck. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, and I've got it, finally. I'll go for something else. Han Solo, can't go wrong here. Hello. <laughs> I'm up here. Yeah, no. I just... <laughs> oh. Yeah, we, we, we don't know what it was about Solo. Maybe it was the white cane. It was just, <laughs> <laughs> it was just something. Should we even sky sunglasses. Oh, that's Can it. I cross the road, Chewie? <laughs> 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 oh, oh, I want to see that film now. Oh, but yeah, he, I read. That. Yeah, he lost. He lost out on Solo. Oh Jesus! To be honest, he'd have been an alright on Solo. Like. I think. It, well, but that's just that's the part we haven't seen the Han Solo. What? Oh, I've not either. I've not seen it. Well, either. I actually, it's so worth seeing. I actually went to go and watch it the other day. I may have sourced it somewhere that I'm not supposed to. And, uh, and it, <laughs> was it, it a prostitute? <laughs> <laughs> Did she have a DVD player? Yeah. For an extra ten pounds. No, it was just really poor quality, so I've still not seen it. Oh, no, Unbelievably. That's good. I heard it wasn't as bad as people were making it. I didn't make out it was ever bad at all. I Pete, liked it. Pete reckons it's really good. Pete is and I wanna go on the record if you can hear this, Pete, I do love you. Pete strikes me as someone who really enjoyed the prequels. 
Right, okay. Pete can often give off that impression. No, what Pete loves, and I mean absolutely loves more than anything in the world, is the prequel memes. <laughs> <laughs> he absolutely adores them. Do you know what? I was going to tell you before this podcast started. Sorry, we're doing a segue away from Stan Lee here. But if you ever, either of you, get uh, three hours to yourself where you've got nothing to do, there is a version of Revenge of the Sith on YouTube, oh, which God. has been translated into Chinese and then back again. Um, and it's this—it's just one guy doing like impressions of all the actors yeah. over it, but it's so fucking good. <laughs> it's just oh, it's so amazing. Because the it's language like, changes yeah, completely. It's, it's like a bootleg Chinese version that like somebody and then it's the that's what it is. It's it's the Chinese bootleg version of it, but somebody's programmed subtitles onto it. And it's what the subtitles say. Somebody's reading them out over it. But oh my god, it's amazing! <laughs> like there's a scene when, um, like you know, the early battle scene when the, there's all the clones and stuff like mm-hmm. that, and they're all going in and out of the spaceships and stuff. And one of the uh, the clones is meant to say, "Oh, someone's right behind me," but like he just turns, he goes, "He's in my behind." <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's so fucking beautiful. It's amazing. I, and there's one I want to watch where apparently someone's edited down the entire trilogy into one film. Yeah, I've not seen it. I've but heard I, it's I, like I, really boss, like it's just like cut through scenes. Like. like they've made the trilogy just be one cohesive film, as in like it's not nine hours long; it's three hours long. They've just gone like that didn't make sense. Take that out. Take that out. And they just made it one film. And apparently, it works amazingly. And the prequel. Yeah, the prequel. Oh right, right. Yeah, yeah. Someone's just done that. Fucking... Well, yeah, I can see there was a lot of wasted time in that. Oh, all the prequel. politics stuff in the prequels. Yeah, and there was loads of scenes. When we did, we do something on the prequels not so long ago. No, you. Fucking no, this is a sore point, you motherfucker. <laughs> you made me watch all three prequels, and you cancelled on me. You fuck. Well, when I was watching it, there were so many things like where they were just on like Tatooine or something, and then there's like a two-minute like yeah. inlay. Where it's just like the village of Tatooine and yeah. people on market stalls. Like. Yeah, it's like, you know, we need less of the, the fucking, oh, the, the, the alien who owns Anakin and his mum. Yeah, it was just so, it was the, so like much It was just 20 minutes of him yeah. and uh, Qui-Gon Jinn playing a fucking dice game mm-hmm. to see who like which of the slaves he yeah. gave up. And you're like, this isn't Star Wars. Even what they must have thought the pod racing was an exciting thing. Like, that's the thing. Everybody goes, yeah, but the pod racing scene was good. You're well, like, yeah, but so that dumb. had nothing to do with As the... well? Yeah, it lasts forever. It's got nothing to do with the plot. Yeah. If you are basing your entire movie on CGI, you're mm. James Cameron for one, mm. and you have no right to be making a Star Wars <laughs> movie. I mean, I love James Cameron. You know, he, he makes a good movie sometimes, yeah. but, like, you know, he is not the person to make... Star- I'm not saying he directed the first fucking Star Wars movie, but, like, oh, God, it's just... It was just, I mean... I, I remember, I, I must have been really young, like, maybe like 11, 12 or something when the, the original Phantom Menace hit. Right. And obviously at that age, I've just watched Star Wars, you're so excited. Yeah. And even at that age, you kind yeah. of go, that wasn't as good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and obviously as a kid, you should be going, Wee Star Wars! Yeah. Even at that age, you're going. They, they, nah. They clearly just kind of went, okay, CGI has advanced massively. Mm. Let's really bank on yeah. that. Which they did, and I'm not saying the CGI is terrible in The Phantom Menace. It's not amazing. Like, I'm saying the CGI is terrible in The Phantom Menace. For 1990, whenever we said it was, 1997, 1999. 99. 99. For 1999, it's not bad. It's better than, like, 
Um, I'm trying to think. Did the Matrix come out in 1999? I feel maybe, in fairness. So, let's reevaluate that sentence again. Yeah, let's backtrack a little bit. There was was capability, and and George Lucas just did not get the right. In the same sense now, like, when we watched Justice League, and we saw Steppenwolf, and we're like, wow, that's from a PlayStation game from 2003, that face, Mm. that is not realistic at all. And then you see Thanos... In the year 2018, and you're yeah. like, shit, did, is, that, is that prosthetics? Is that guy purple? It's mm. fucking, it's really realistic. It's fucking great. So the thing, they go over the top. It's just what it is. They go, oh, let's throw more detail in. People think more detail is the thing. But I, I think what it is, is the camera can only pick up so many details. Mm. And then if so, if you've got, you know, Tony Stark there, or um, Liam Neeson's Qui-Gon Jinn or something like that and you're like oh yeah okay fair enough and then it cuts to something with so much detail you're like no that's clearly not real yeah see uh, that's it it's just CGI yeah. shit even, even if it was real from the distance I'm meant to be from I would not be able to see all those windows mm-hmm. on these on this fucking battleship <laughs> or whatever that weird like circular battleship with the that Anakin manages to destroy by himself yeah uh, just fucking but yeah no Pete likes the fucking hell that is going back in now. <laughs> yeah. he, like, he likes the prequel the memes. Tangents are similar. <laughs> oh, you know the conversations go on the tangents are really like, whoa, four, what was it? Four four left to go on a right. It's like a Ross Noble special. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love that. Hey Dan, would you like to come in and talk about Stanley half yeah. an hour later? Yeah. yeah, the prequels aren't that you know. <laughs> <laughs> Well this is what I like this is what I like. The fact that we're talk we've talked we've we're talking about Stanley we're definitely talking about we've t- we've talked about like what we remember and what we've liked and how we've grown up. Like there's there's a whole generational thing. There's a tr- generation that grew up with the comics, there's, and there's a generation that grew up with him as a cameo, and then there's going to be this new generation that kind of grow grows up with him both being a comic and a cameo thing. Um, he's always going to live on. He's going kind to of, again. He's going to be one of these people that is so permanent in pop culture everything he's done is going to be so permanent he's going to be so re- recognisable at least the name Stan Lee it's just it's hard to talk about the fact that he's gone and mm. maybe that's why we keep tangenting, going off on a tangent and going off because to think that like someone like him is gone yeah, and I'm speaking to someone opposite me who has a fucking Spider-Man tattoo it's a really odd Thing. It's like I, I still don't feel like I've processed this death at all. I'm not gonna yeah, lie. I, don't either. I I remember I've I cried at Dimebag Darrow, I I cried at fucking uh at Bowie to a degree. I've cried at other deaths. I haven't cried at this yet, which makes me think I haven't processed this. And at some point I'm just gonna be walking down the street and I'm gonna go like, Oh, I, I need to get a new screwdriver I'll go into a tool store and go, oh, where's the screwdrivers? Oh, they're over by the, the Stanley toolboxes. Oh! I'm just going to fucking burst. <laughs> you, know you know what? I saw that coming and I fully let it happen. <laughs> I, I enjoyed where that was going. <laughs> I just I just feel like that this is going to happen. But, it, yeah, this has just been like, it, it's just emotional. Mm. And it's, it, it, it's what you said before, guys. The outpouring has been amazing yeah. online. People you wouldn't have necessarily thought like this kind of thing would talk to talking about it. You know, I mean, it it just seems so universal. Like, you know, I mean, you you're talking about a guy who has spanned generations, and it is oh, yeah, the definitely. same kind of 
you know, you think about when, like, you know, like a beetle has died, you know, or, like, something like that. It's come from the 60s. It's still going now. It's even probably bigger now in a certain aspect. It, yeah, it is. Than it has ever been. Yeah, it and is. it's only probably going to... It's in the mainstream now. Yeah. And yeah. I think it's credit to the guy that some his product from way back when is still as relevant, still as enjoyable, probably means more in some respect to, you know, a lot of people than it could ever do. Because he kept he kept he just kept going. He just kept like there's this there's there's this lovely moment again I keep referring back to this documentary, God damn I fucking loved it. Um What was it called? Though? It's called um it's called with great power. Oh, I love it. Nice. Yes. I'm going to watch nice. that when I get yeah. it. It's hard to find, you know. It's on, I've, it's on Amazon. I think I had to buy it. Um, um, I'll buy it. Stan will get it. Uh, I don't know if he see, receives the money. But well, on, not anymore. He doesn't. Well, exactly. <laughs> Dan, do you know what? Weirdly, sorry, I've, I've interrupted you there, but going, going back to what you said quickly, mm. I think the clear impact he's had is that it's been, how long since he died now? Three, four, three days? Three days. Yeah, I've not seen a joke about it yet. That's true, actually. I saw one. Uh, well, I can unfortunately. Like, now here's ah. Now here's the thing. So almost like within an hour, someone. I, uh, by the way, just to rewind. You know when I said like, oh, we got it. We were recording, and it was like, oh, for fuck's sake. Oh my god, Stanley's died. And we're dealing with it. I've never had someone die. That I'm care about, and so many people, and I'm including fucking family, and people are just messaging me. Like, I had about... I'm just there trying to do a podcast with Chris. We're trying not to focus too much on it because we're trying to be upbeat. Yeah. And I just... My phone keeps everything going... Like, fucking what? Guess what? Stan Lee's died. Another person. Eve rings me. I'm like, I bet you any money. Put her on loudspeaker. Hi, babe. Uh, what is it? She goes, Stan Lee's died. I just thought you should know. I'm like, I fucking know Stan Lee's died. <laughs> Everyone's telling me Stan Lee's died. It's like hitting the nail again. But do you know what? I messaged you. You did. <laughs> you, you did. <laughs> fucking every, it was so annoying. And But there wasn't, there was one person made a joke and they sent, like you said, the picture of Stan Lee disappearing like the Marvel meme. Mm. I still feel like that's in good faith. And now yeah. here's the thing. I wondered whether that was in good faith or not, but then I noticed people then almost went, you know what, we're going to take that and we're going to do something with that. And like these artist tributes show, like there's one of just Stan like drawing, and he looks and notices his own his own hand like doing that, and just like lets himself go. And I was just like, mm. there you go, you can't you can't take the piss out of this man because he create he created that idea. He's yeah. a he's a so it, it's not like irony that you did that with him. It's not it, he yeah. he made that motherfucker, so he owns that. I mean, Michael Jackson died, and what was it like five minutes before somebody sent you a joke? Oh, I got yeah. a joke on this instantly. Yeah, it's like someone had been sitting on it for years waiting for it. I've got a fucking good one. Like I'll sit on it till afterwards, but it's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, but like yeah, with Stan Lee, there was like nothing. Yeah, much I mean, more I, I, I did get sent that image, but then it was a lot of people going, "Wouldn't it be amazing if, like, this is his sort of cameo in Infinity Wars?" Because mm. we know he's filmed his. Oh, don't say that. That's awesome. But like, if 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 him turning oh. to dust or him coming back from the dust, something like that, because we do know he's filmed his his cameo for Infinity cameo? Wars, and somebody was speculating that he's filmed it for Far From Home as well. Because I, they've wrapped up uh, production for that. I think as well is like obviously because he was he was ill, wasn't he? Not yeah, so he's long been ago. ill for a long time. Um, and like you think he probably had the self awareness to be thinking, 
it's coming up to my last one. Let's do something. And, uh, you know, I mean, Christ, <laughs> God help us if he has come up with this cameo that just sinks in well with the film and also is like his... Oh, if he does that, I'm going to fucking cry. (laughs) I just came out of the cinema watching Star is Born and people were physically crying at the end of this film. It was bizarre to watch in the cinema. And, like, obviously that is going to be everyone in the cinema crying just because of a cameo. It's the... The thing that's going to kill me is the... At the end of the next Marvel film that's coming out which will, will Captain Marvel Captain Marvel holy shit hold on he's filmed Captain Marvel as well I think so yeah this is hold on yeah because I've seen loads of people I put someone reposted this thing saying he's filmed the next like four cameos and someone going holy shit there's gonna be four more cameos and someone put well Avengers 4 is his last cameo because if you count this this and this I haven't seen anyone put anything about Captain Marvel so he must have filmed a Captain mm. Marvel cameo so there's a Captain Marvel cameo. There'll be an Avengers 4 cameo. I think there's a Far From Home cameo. Maybe there's a Far I can't think. What, what's the timeline for Marvel now? Um, after, Avengers 4. after Far From a Home, they haven't announced anything. So we've got really Marvel, Captain Marvel like. first. Yeah. Far From Home then? No. No, so it's Avengers after that. Uh, Far From Home is going to be after Avengers. Yeah. It must yeah. be, because they've only just finished uh, yeah, production. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Captain Marvel, and I think they're doing. The thing is, they've announced like that they're doing stuff, but they've not announced names. It was meant. It was announced. meant to be Guardians of the Galaxy. It was, and then and then and then Gun got James Gun went to save the And then Disney decided to finally fire a gun. Gun got fired. Yeah, Gun got fired. Motherfucker. Oh god. Um, but yeah, I, the, the thing that's going to kill me is the the credits going to roll. There's going to be the after credits scene, and, then it'll... and it's just going to come up in loving memory of Stanley. And I'm getting shivers thinking about it. I don't want to. I don't want to see that. It's going to kill me. I know it is. It's mad. I mean, the guy. I mean, if it wasn't for the fact that he pushed so hard as a great businessman, great marketing man, and it, it's weird as a punk rocker saying like, I I loved him as a businessman, as a marketing man. He wasn't like a fucking Trump. He was like this guy who had one ideology: everyone be kind to each other, everyone be nice. I'm gonna make, find a way to make everyone understand that, and I'm gonna push that like a motherfucker. And he did. And then because of him con- consistently and constantly doing it. He managed to get through to a really fucking angry 17-year-old me just by him going... He managed to just green light fucking... Uh, sorry, if, earlier than that, if Spider-Man. Spider-Man made me like go, like you said, the Sam Raimi ones. It's like, shit, I actually... I like comic book. I, I don't want to admit this, but I do. And then he did... He got Iron Man greenlit and did that, and that was it then. I was like, shit, I just love comic books. Mm. And now I have so many... I've got comic books upstairs, got them all over there. And then he's opened up. If it were DC, have so much to find for him because if it wasn't for him doing that. Yes, I like Batman before that, but to mm. me, Batman was like a TV character. As soon as I found out about Marvel and the comics, I was like, shit, I can read Batman as a comic character. Holy shit, he's like Stanley. It was both a gateway to this world, which, but if that's a lighter term. He was both the gateway and the end. He was, yeah. but he was, he was it all. He encompassed it all. And people can say what they want about like. The whole Steve Ditko thing, you know, Jack Kirby came first, people write that. Well, I'm not taking away from anything they've done, but his own legacy itself, you've got to admit, he's an entire road for some people. Mm. Oh, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, what's the last time? I mean, I know he's dead, you know, but like, what 
what's the last time Bob Kane had anything to do with Batman? Oh god, Bob Kane was like. In fact, Bob Kane's probably the the worst example. Yeah, of Bob someone. Bob Kane went done. Yeah, and then Bill Finger was like, I uh, I did have something to do with that, and the rest of Bob Kane's life was like, fuck you, Bill Finger. <laughs> no, I did it. Yeah, I did it, and I'm gonna make it. Whereas even Stan Lee held his hand up with this whole Dicko thing and went, maybe me and you have different like ways of who what defines a creator. I think what I said defines it. I think what. And they and but they just settled it like gentlemen. They really yeah. disagreed. But it's like it's like watching two um, Tudor men fighting over yeah. a woman in a Shakespearean <laughs> play. And they're just like oh, I seem to disagree with what you said there because of the fact that they they, they, are, they couldn't. I bite be... my thumb at you, sir. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It couldn't be more gentlemanly at, at best. And they died, like you said, so close to each other. With neither a rivalry, not like one on his deathbed going, "You were supposed to be the chosen one, Dicko." You know, you were meant to lead us into the light. <laughs> yeah, you know, it was just. Uh, I mean, I feel I feel like we have gone on. I don't know how the fuck I'm going to edit this, but I'm going to edit it somehow. Is there like any? There's just like final thoughts on like I, I hate saying this. Final thoughts I, I on Stanley. The only thing you can think is like think of his impact. Just not just in comics as a format, in movies as a format, but just in life in general. This guy is like right up there, you know, with he's like to art, like what Andy Warhol is. Mm -hmm. He's just a figure that like everyone with regards to, and I know he's not obviously DC, but like he will encompass all of comic books, he will encompass all of movies. He is Stanley, you know, he's a legend. Mm -hmm. And he was a, if that was a thing, he was a living legend. Yeah. And that's the saddest part. We had a living legend and we don't anymore. I mean, when, when I think of DC, I've got to think of a lot of characters and things before I get to a creator. Yeah. When I think of Marvel, it's Stanley, yeah. then Spider Man, then Iron yeah. Man, and then. And that doesn't mean that Marvel is less than DC. I think that puts Marvel well above DC on that respect, definitely. Mm. In that sort of that connection between creator and creation, which DC just doesn't have. Yeah, it's like I couldn't tell you who most of the the writers for DC are at the moment. I mean, I can name you a couple, but like Stanley, DC has nothing like Stanley. No, I never will. It just can't. I mean, what if they got Frank Miller? Crazy. They, they, they just get good runs. They get good runs with one character. Like Stanley, at one point was writing like fucking. I think it was like something stupid, like say, like seven comics at once. He was doing just doing seven comics at once, and they were all selling fucking ridiculous amounts. And he was like, "Shit, I need to hire more people," because he, they were just like, "Leave it to you, you deal with it." And he dealt with it, and he fucking he nailed it. And apparently, there's like, so there's, I'll finish with. So I I posted this on my Facebook. So there was a I tweeted him once. He was doing a thing for Sky News. It was called. I, I feel really bad. I can't remember the name of the show. I want to say it's like the last man. Not the last man. It was called um, Lucky Lucky Guy. So he, it, yeah. he he wrote and produced. I think he wrote and produced a series called Lucky Guy on Sky. And I was taking questions from it, and I was like, "Shit, the guy's still, guy's still making stuff." I I I really regret. I still haven't watched this. So I I think I'm gonna go down and watch Lucky Guy now. Um, but I asked him. I went. If you could be any 
Marvel. If you could be any villain, any super villain, who would you be? Because I thought about people have said, could you be any hero? Mm. And I was like, if you could be any villain, who would you be? And I just I left it for. And then about 20 minutes later, it went ding. I was like, oh, fuck, shit. What the sign was Stan Lee. I was like, fuck. <laughs> I opened it up and he says, uh, to any of the DC heroes. <laughs> and I was like, that's the best answer in the world. Like, no one could answer that except Stan Lee. That's the only guy who could do that. And it was, that's, that's, I remember just the biggest smile on my face. And I, that will stick with me forever. Yeah. And he he will and when he answered that he must have been like nine eighty nine ninety, the guys there on fucking Twitter just answering all the imagine the amount of fucking bings that are going off and he's just there on this fucking typewriter with a monitor just fucking going at it the guy oh. but yeah to um he's not even typing anything the guy next to him's typing it in for him <laughs> yeah well oh you know what I would have loved to have been that guy typing it in for him I think I'll finish with two things there's two things I want to actually properly finish with one is you're not familiar with... Oh, fuck, I'm going to have to figure out a way to find this. Um, you're not familiar with Skeleton Crew, possibly, are you? Not really, So no. Skeleton Crew are like... Oh, my God, I don't even know how I'm going to find this. Um, are like a podcast... Uh, a, a podcast channel in America that we really get on with. Yeah, somehow. they are brothers across the pond, aren't they? Yeah, they are. The, are bro- Here we are. So, the host of it is a guy called Jay, or Justin, um, who he had the good fortune of being able to look after Stan at a convention. Oh, what a lucky guy. Like, he just, <laughs> they just pulled out of a hat. They were like, he, he just went to volunteer at his convention. For all you know, he's looking after the extra in this program and they went all right and you're doing stanley and he was like what <laughs> so he said he looked after stan all day like i'm sure you can find this podcast like from years back when we talked about it but he puts this this i i think of all the tributes i heard um this was the best one so jay put this devastated is an understatement There are a few people who have made the impact that this man has on who I strive to be as a creative and as a person in general. The heroes he helped create and the stories he wrote provided me with hope and inspiration when neither seemed to exist any longer. His work gave a dyslexic kid an opportunity to feel a little less out of place among family, friends and educators who refused to understand the frustration and mental anguish that basic reading would cause. The isolation and sense of abandonment that a child feels after losing both parents is one that is impossible to put into words. When the only thing that anyone could offer was kind words and sympathy, Stan gave me Spider-Man, an orphan with the weight of the world upon him, continuously picking himself back up to fight another day, my standing example of how to never be defeated or give up on striving to be my best. As this world becomes more aware of its hidden monsters in positions of influence and power, he always stood as a beacon of genuine kindness and care for those who looked up to him. Stan Lee, forever my hero. Rest in peace. Damn, man. Fucking great. I fucking love that. Well written. Really well written. Um, Curly from the heart. Yeah. yeah. Dude, that's why I want to... And I think if there's any way to go out for uh, this podcast... And only like do a little sign off, say what our links are, what we've done. But I don't really think that's necessary. I think that really, if you want to find out all that stuff, um, fucking 
go on our website or whatever. But we're just going to sign off with the only song I've I met some people who don't know it. Some of them spit, some of them stay. Some of them want some more goodbye. Got to be friends, I love to die. From all these people that chat too long. Some of them shine, some of them burn. Some of them rise, some of them